he'll change your role. Like you'll be in a role, he'll change your role to teach you something new about your role. Like, and I'm big on analogies too. So it's like I was playing quarterback. And okay. I'm the nigga who don't like to throw. I like to run and shit. Like, nigga, I'm not throwing the ball. Nigga, I'm taking the fuck I'm out of here. Yeah, off, yeah, yeah. up through. And it's like, God switched me to receiver. And it's like, you see how annoying that shit is when you just take the fuck off? Nigga's <laughs> just like, come on, Yeah, man. so I'm yeah, like, yeah. but then I was like, I learned my lesson, nigga. I'm over here like, I guess I'm going to be the best receiver I could be. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and this triple option offense, nigga, like this. And that nigga, like, that nigga put me back at quarterback. Like, so now do you get it? Like, okay, okay, God, I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to throw you niggas the ball. Right, like, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> And that's really how my life has been. It's triple option. And this is how my life has been, my nigga, the last couple months where it's like came into it with one way of thinking how I wanted things to be done. Mm -hmm. Completely got my role changed and what I was doing. And I was like, I guess this is what God want me to do. I'm good. Right. I'm happy if this is where it's at. And then it was like, psych, my nigga, go ahead and go back. <laughs> you got it, yeah. You, yeah, he's like, you like, learn what you need to learn. You learn what you need to learn. He's like, I guess I ain't never playing quarterback. I go out there like this. He's like, that nigga has me catching 100 balls. I get the heat. He did for a reason. Right, <laughs> right. And it's like, all right, nigga, you can go back throwing the ball again. I was like, Yo. Yeah, it's yeah. We talking all this and we ain't even start the interview, but I mean, it's it's going to get it's running clock. Yeah, it's running. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, bad, bad, bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, so at the beginning, like, bro, we trying to find this nigga. We don't know where he's at. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, oh, yeah. so, so, yeah. so at this point, should I formally introduce myself? Or? Oh, actually, all right. So you want to go? Yeah, ahead we, the following is a Breaks Media podcast. I guess, you know what I'm saying? Where they call me uh, where so, I'm so, from? So, Alright, all right, hold up, but we didn't even say where we are, who we are, what we doing. Go ahead, we... Well, I feel like I do this every time, switch up, go ahead and tell them, tell them where they can find us and who we are. Me? Yeah. Alright, uh, this is Social Acceptable Podcast, aka a dope little podcast, you can find us on Pocket Cast, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, um, or Apple Podcast, uh, we ain't on YouTube yet, but we about to be there, what other ones we got, um, Overcast Podcast, over, on Overcast for that? for that ass, you know what I'm talking about, we ain't here on a beautiful Thursday, it's about 80 degrees outside, I'm hot as a motherfucker, we all got this Brita water in our cup, feeling good, feeling great, how are shout, you, you feeling me, Brita, you know what I'm talking about, uh, we got a special guest in the middle, but we gonna introduce ourselves first, we are the Social Acceptable Podcast, aka Double Podcast, even though you already said that, I definitely said that, um, like that was, I feel like that was a good introduction for me, oh yeah, that was first solid. time, you feel me, for, for sure. but, it's your boy Ray Wada. Don't call me Barry no more. Call me Bernard because we grind out. Uh-huh. AKA Resi Miller. AKA Quasi Smoke Joe. My name rings bells. You bastards. AKA Young Axel so Foley. Got nine on me. <laughs> AKA Teddy Rosemont. Elves elected for president in 2020. AKA Creep Daddy Kong. Take that. Take that. AKA Stephen A. Spliff. AKA Wapo Fumador. Roll that goddamn G. Don't. I'll punch you in your shit. AKA Tarzan Turk. AKA Pastor Blunt. I'm rolling up while listening to gospel music, praying, laying hands on your wife. It's long. Let's say what two or three are gathered. <laughs> so shall he be. <laughs> Can I get an A grand? A grand. <laughs> <laughs> AKA 2010 Guwap Belly, your girl loves rubber while I say BURR! AKA Double XL Cool J, I'm licking my lips at your bitch. They shot though. <laughs> nah, I got that car next. AKA Young Black and Guilty, at least it's what the <clears throat> cool think. AKA Keenan's Times is not doubling heavyweight. You see me coming out with all that again. Uh-huh. You feel me? I'm geeked up. AKA Beat Your Baby Mama in that 2K because of check in. I'm, my player just hit 90, mm-hmm. so I'm dunking on niggas. Nice. 
and I still lost because your baby was in the way, so I hit her on the head with a snapple. <laughs> no glass plastic. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to say that's plastic. That's it was plastic. Abuse. Yeah, it was shit. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to be quiet, like nigga. I don't want to be a part of this. Working my way up the motherfucking window. Yeah, 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 Wow. Yeah. I, I ain't like that. <coughs> yeah, excuse me. The base of your voice. Kobe Will. Aka Will Aka Roland A. Swisher. Uh-huh. Aka Don Guillermo. Aka I'm still bringing forward to the company potluck. I hate those niggas. Aka your baby mama's work husband. Why? Because when you XL they spread, she said that's my word. Uh-huh. Aka Young Drip Filet. Aka Young Clutch Vanderlyn. Why is that? Because I always got a plan, and my mm-hmm. plan B is to make sure the plan A, a work. You feel me? Aka this holsters for my cell phone only. <laughs> AKA, let me get 75 cent on pump six. I'm just trying to get there. AKA, <laughs> pumpernickel. Because I work best when I have freshly baked, uh-huh. lightly toasted, uh-huh. buttered on both sides, keep the, paired with fries. Oh, that's right, keep the coleslaw. Unless it's between them fats. And even then, I need it, like, you gotta work it out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They right. <laughs> I realized I accidentally rolled the, the I said, brrrr on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Uh, but we got a special guest today yeah. in the building. Hold up, yep. yep Where they up. at? Hold up. Because we do research over here. At a little bit. I do a little podcast studio. Oh, a little yeah, bit. No, I'm worried about that shit. Just a little bit of research. Just a little bit of research. As I flip the pages of my note-taking book with my three notes on it. <laughs> <laughs> Two pages used. <laughs> <laughs> First one is just crossed out. Right. Now, some of y'all may know him as, or formerly known as, uh-huh. you know, Ray Rowley. Oh, no! A.K.A. Tygo T. Oh, that's a No! A.K.A. Clarence Thomas. Oh! Deuce Wayne. Oh! Deuce Boy, though. Oh! Son of the South. Uh-huh. Was it Bigsby? That's 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 doing right. That's Big Bigsy nigga. That, that was Bigsy. But believe in God, let him work through you. Mm. Oh yeah, don't forget his squad like the Dallas Mavericks man. All his white boys shoot. You feel me? Oh, don't, oh, don't play around. Oh, yeah, Rick Carlisle. You know what I'm talking about? No. Nah, what's uh-huh. up? What's up, y'all man? My name is Deuce. That's Dream Under Every Circumstance Existent, and the only alias I go by now is Homie Bryant of the L.A. Players, my nigga. That <laughs> hey, 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 that's tough. Eight, eight before twenty-four, my nigga, and beat the case, nigga. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's but welcome. We're happy to have you for real. Oh, I'm, I'm glad to be here, man. This shit amazing. Man, this is, thank you. Thank I'm used you. to being the character in the interview, so when you niggas start making noises, and then I oh, said, yeah, oh, yeah. oh <laughs> these niggas on that for yeah. real. Right. And this Cozy. is one of my better intros for real, too. Honestly, right? that wasn't bad, man. We get comfortable. Yeah. Y'all niggas don't practice that shit, nigga? I thought that was... We, we need to. Do, yeah, we do it just whenever we might. Nah, nigga, it's, it's, off the, it's off the cuff. I, I yeah. fuck with that, bro. Right. Right. That's what it need to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I know yours by heart. I just need to write mine down. That's the only difference. My shit is written down. As long as it's you know what I'm saying? Bitch, you honest, too, my nigga. Niggas are freestyling got their phone in their hand, like... <laughs> nah, it's nah. Not. My, mine's a freestyle air trip. Right. <laughs> my head's just full right now. Right, but um, but welcome. So the album. The, where, where do you want to start? start? I want to start with the album. I want to start with him as a person. For you know what I'm saying? Because like I first heard you on. So I, I heard you on the Awaken Soul podcast. Okay. Shout out to the Breaks Media. Shout, Shout out to CEO out Hayes. CEO Hayes. Because you know that's that's top. Right, that is top. We, we're Shout part of the Breaks Media Network. Uh-huh. And it was actually a year ago recently because it was right before we joined the network. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's a really good interview. I didn't know that you were actually from Columbus. Because mm-hmm. um, I know you guys talked about like being from St. Louis. 
the Chinaman and all that. Oh no no no! I about to say I had a uh, I had a homegirl that hit me to the Chinaman. She hit me to a couple of little same little things like uh, for example, spaghetti ain't no full meal. I said what? Yeah, that's the part that threw me off. I'm that like, fucked Yo, me up. But it's like sp- meal, no, but spaghetti is a side mm-hmm. dish for them. And the thing is, I realized it looking back because anytime I go see my uncle in Chicago, he from Missouri, uh, kind of close to St. Louis, um, and he we always would have spaghetti, but we always have like. Fish and shit like that with it. And what it is really? is Shorty Shorty would make a full meal. It'd be spaghetti, fried chicken, rolls, salad. I mm. said, Oh, you spoiling a nigga. She yes. said, No, spaghetti just ain't no meal, nigga. Spaghetti like spaghetti the side over there? Spaghetti a side over there, nigga, with the meat in it, you know, cause I'm you about think you're about to get rid of the motherfucking meat in it with the fiction. Would you like shit. Parmesan on that motherfucker? I said, like, oh, yeah, my, nigga thought it was Oh my god. Yes, Lord. So yeah, so no, that, that that's kind of like my St. Louis experience. But nah, man, I'm uh, Southside Columbus, Ohio. I grew up on Fairwood and Whittier. Okay. Um, shit, man. You said me as a person, man. I grew up. I got uh, nine brothers and sisters. Holy uh, shit! Youngest, oldest, middle. I'm uh, like four. Okay. Uh, so I'm you like in the middle, man. Kind of, yeah, bro. Yeah. It, it's weird because I got I'm I'm sandwiched between two sisters. So mm-hmm. I got a sister that's two years older than me, and I got a sister that's two years younger than me. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And then. So that's kind of me, for real, for real. Um, grew up in a two-parent home, mom and dad. Um, shit, man, it's weird when somebody say, bro, like, tell me about you. Yeah, yeah, you like, like, break it down, yeah. like, God damn, I thought that's what you was for, nigga. Right. 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 Two truths and a lie. And nigga, I played that game before, and you'd be surprised, nigga, with the truths are and with the lies. Do I need to be loud? Yeah. I see hit the, hit the crank on that. Do I need to be... Oh, no, no, this Do I need good. to project? No, no, nah, no, oh, please, no, please. No. <laughs> you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good. I done fucked up. I done recorded session because my voice bad. Yeah, nah, for real, so... So uh, when did you uh I guess when did you start rapping? We'll say that you know what I mean. Oh, uh, that's a good segue into about myself. So mm-hmm. honestly, I didn't, I'm a late bloomer for real, for real, man. I didn't step in front of my first microphone until I was about 18 years old. Oh, because shit. you know, growing up where I'm from, bro, it's like nigga, ball is like playing ball and shit. Like that's the only way out for mm-hmm. real, for real. Like or that's what you think in terms of being rich, getting some money. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. for me, it's like nigga, I played ball, bro, from the time I was like seven to the time I was about 21. But I stepped in front of my first mic when I went to college. This nigga named Jamal Canty. Uh, this nigga put me in front of my first mic. And it would be like, during the season, I wouldn't fuck with it. Because mm-hmm. I would be focused on football. But during the off season, I would be almost close to always making a mixtape. Like, I made like three mixtapes that never made it. I remember yeah, I had yeah. one that was called 20 Minutes or Less. Because I did like, fucking like, 12 songs. But they was all like under 20 minutes. Like, the whole project was under oh, 20 minutes. It was like, the straight yeah. verses. That's different hard, beats though. and shit like that. That's you yeah, that's hard. Yeah, that's hard. Hard. yeah, yeah. Um, and so that was that was the beginning. And then uh, when I stopped playing ball and really got into music, well, I probably say about my last year of college, and it just a lot of stuff that started falling in place for me because I stopped playing ball. Then I met my producer, the guy who ended up doing the whole project, Jesse Jeremiah, or, or J Star. I don't know which one he want to go by, but um, I met him and we just formed this chemistry, and it was really the opportunity I needed because at the time I was recording myself, though I was doing a great job, and right. I was. Dog shit. <laughs> and, yeah. and the thing is, this dude, a white boy from Kentucky, I was going to school in Kentucky at the time, so I'm like, he where'd, take, you, where'd you go? Uh, Moorhead State. Okay. Home of Kenneth Fareed and Phil Sims. Mm. Um, big mm. baller out here. Yeah. Yeah. Big, yeah. Baller, big baller, no ball, nigga. You feel right? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, this nigga take me to his house, bro. He's like, yeah, I got these beats for you. And I'm looking at this white boy and I'm like, Okay, I'm going to smile. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, because we're in a small town, so I don't want to offend this nigga. You yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah. Be polite. Yeah, be right. polite, listen, and then I'm going to get the fuck up out of here because I can tell this shit about to be trash. Yeah. And that nigga turned on the first beat, and I said, oh. He turned on the second beat. I said, oh. Yo, he turned on the third beat. Yeah. I said, we are oh. best fucking right. friends, nigga. Beach beat. Right. Right. You produce. Oh, you produce. You produce. Deuce, 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 nigga. I said, oh. Yeah. This was meant to be, so... 
you know, from there, uh, I think probably that's probably like 21, 22. And so then I lived in Lexington for a while. Um, I, I lived in Lexington for about a year, but at that point, I really fallen off on the music. Like, I was trying to do it, but just some, some life shit. And so I ended up coming back to Columbus, kind of at rock bottom. And uh, my homie Fresh uh, gave me my first show. Uh, a little bit after that, I met Bardo Jones, who put me into Blatant. Yo, shout uh, out to Bardo Jones. Shout out to Bardo, yeah, man. I just and, saw uh, his short film today. You know what's crazy is I met Bardo for the first time when I was about 23, 24 years old. And me and that nigga's actually cousins. I didn't even know that. Really? Was on, some, on some real rap shit. That's you know how niggas wild. always is cousins yeah, in rap yeah, shit? Like yeah. legit. I went to go see him at work. He worked with his aunt. And I said, mm-hmm. you look familiar. I started naming off people from my family. I said, my grandma Tab. She said, that's my twin cousin. I said, why? Oh, yeah. Y'all twin cousins? Like, like, y'all got the same daddy or twin cousins? Like, for play play. She looked right. for play play. And I was like... Uh, you sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, oh, yeah, Cousin Rosemary and stuff like that. So me and him is actually cousins, uh, but didn't even know that until probably about a year into this. It's only been about two years. It ain't even been two full years. So 2017 is when I came back. I, I had a song called Classic that me and Jer- Jesse did. Niggas really fuck with that. Beginning of 2018, I dropped a song called From My Side. Niggas was really rocking That's with so that. That's hard. Yeah, but I say niggas was really rocking with that. I was just like, literally right before you called, or right before you got here. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I, nah. on South I was like, oh, this is dope. Yeah, nigga, wait till you hear that remix, but that's a that's a different story. Mm. Uh, exclusive? <laughs> exclusive. Uh, it'll be, uh, I think everybody's going to get to hear it for the first time. I know everybody's going to get to hear it for the first time. We're going to perform at a conference. So from my side, hey. remix is coming. Um, and, that's dope. Uh, Hell yeah. But the new project, man, I, uh, I started working on it last year. And it's funny how your pen will lead you almost because... I was writing that shit not knowing that I would be living that shit. Like, I, I felt that way, mm-hmm. but really what I was writing, I ended up projecting. And so from, mm. you know, somewhere out south, like, legit, it really became, like, my life, my life. Like, I think in the in the midst of that, somebody was like, you always talking about the south side, but, uh, you know, what are you doing for the south side? So I was like, damn, mm. I got to be more active yeah. in my community. Yeah. I got to pick up my role and stuff like that. So really just... The ideology and all that. So my, my music career, sometimes I forget how long it's been. And sometimes it don't seem like it's been long enough. Like, niggas would tell me, like, yeah, I've been doing this for 11 years. And I'm like, yeah. word. Niggas like, got years and they've been. Yeah, like, niggas yeah, got, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. But I'm like, seriously. I, I say I've been doing it about five on and off. But seriously, just these last two. And I ain't even been a full two yet. When, mm. when August touch, right. we'll, do the, we'll do the deuce anniversary, you feel me? Yeah. So. Nah, that's dope. So, do you think that, like, as an artist, because um, there's something that you just mentioned earlier, do you, all artists have a responsibility to, like, give back to where they came from? I think all artists have a responsibility to, it depends, uh, because I would love to say that I want every artist to be influential in the community, but I look at niggas like 6 9 and I was like, I wouldn't, if I was from where he from, I wouldn't him, want him nowhere near my community right, handing right. nobody shit. Right. You feel mm-hmm. me? So, I guess my big thing is, if you're going to claim that role, like, there's certain people who you just know ain't trying to be no role model, ain't mm-hmm. trying to, you feel me? And if that's your way of making your money, I don't agree with it, but that's your life. Yeah. But I think the most dangerous part is the people that you look at and think they're role models, and then they be over there on some bullshit. So, if you're going to play the role, play the role, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And so, I think that's what somebody called me on. was like, nigga, we hear you saying Southside. Right. What the fuck you doing? Like, how many kids you done helped out? How many times mm-hmm. you done handed out... You know, such and such and such. When they see you in the hood, which you know how they treat you when you in the hood, shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn. 
It's like, what have you done that's to add value to the place? Add you call value it? when right. you when you speak about it the way you speak about it, and you're very adamant. Because I'll be honest with you, man. Like moving back to Columbus, the time I moved back, time I started doing music was perfect. Uh, because the city had changed a lot. When I had left, I was one of them niggas who, like, at the time, went to play ball. I'm like, nigga, I'm going to get rich, mm-hmm. play for one of them 32 teams, and mm-hmm. none of them is in Columbus. I'll right. come back and visit right. every right. once right. in a while <laughs> yeah. for the slight but flex. I'm out this bitch. Yeah, I'm, I'm out this bitch. Yeah, and I yeah. came back kind of like at rock bottom, and the city kind of had changed. And they kind of, the city was kind of like your, your mama, your grandma, like, nigga, like, I came back limping. It's like, come on, baby, we're going to feed you, get you back strengthened up. Right, right, you right. feel me? And by the time I really got back on my feet, I'm like, man, it, where I lived, that really meant a lot to me. It's mean every day it becomes more and more ingrained into who I am. You feel me? And I'm very, very appreciative of it. Uh, so I think if you're an artist who's going to play that role of the quote-unquote people's champ or whatever, then you need mm. to really be for your people. You need to be for where you're from. But at the same time, like I said, I don't charge every artist with that responsibility. I just would like to see more artists take that role on. Mm. Mm-hmm. What position you playing football? I know you got nothing to do with that. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I, I was a D tackle, man. I, uh, oh, it's a funny story, yeah. actually, how much my life changed. Like, football really taught me a lot. It was a vehicle to teach me stuff like discipline, structure, mm-hmm. hard work. Because my dad works very, very hard. And one of his big points is that he didn't want me to have to work as hard as he is. In, in terms of, the, like, physical manual labor. Like, yeah. my dad would work, like... It just depends. Even now to this day, like, I remember my mom telling me... I, I was over at the house yesterday. I said, when dad come back? She said, uh... You know, most people think the same when dad get off. It's like, when that nigga coming back? Because that nigga will be gone for a day and a half. For and real. be in that, be, really be at work. Like, I, I took this nigga plates where he's sleeping in his car. You feel me? In between Shit. shifts. Damn. Like, nigga, I can catch an hour nap before I go ahead and hop on this 7 a.m. to 7. And then I can catch another nap, nigga, and hop on this 8 to, you know what I'm saying? Or this motherfucking, you know, 6 to 6, nigga. Then I can catch me another nap and hop back on that 7 to 7. It's going like, for days, days, bro. Nigga, like, like legit. So, um, but he didn't want that for me. So, he's mm. like, I'm going to instill it in him through sports and so really man i was really on my way i wouldn't say i was like number one top recruit because i wasn't but there was a lot of promise in my athletic career and i ended up breaking my arm my senior year Um, oh my my, yeah i broke my radius because my teammate wasn't looking and I went to go reach out. I was having a great ass game too. Two sacks, nigga. I was out there. <laughs> oh, I, I just came off a knee infection, so that was the first game I got to play oh, defense, nigga. I had two sacks, nigga. I'm out there like, nigga, I'm going. <laughs> I look bad, bro. Yeah, yeah, you feel me? Uh, and I put my arm out to grab when I'm running back. He's like, nigga, come here, bro. And my arm got caught between his helmet, which wasn't his fault because he just trying to get through. Yeah. And my teammate who just ducked his head because he didn't want to hit the motherfucker. So they both my arm got caught between the helmets and snapped Ooh, like this. Shit. And I ended up. It didn't come out my skin, but I ended up playing for like another series. I ended up actually with pulled me out the game was I got hit I got I was trying to protect my arm and got hit in the leg and so I came out because my leg was hurting mm-hmm. and when they looked at my arm I was like bro I'm really like they're like your arm is fucked up so mm-hmm. I ended up you know what I'm saying but that ended up derailing what I thought would have been a, a super duper great football career they ended up sending me to Moorhead but it was what I needed because if I don't went somewhere like uh just anywhere like UC or you know just places that was recruiting me UC uh, Kansas uh, Indiana mm. University you know schools like that if I don't mm. want somewhere like that I don't think I would be the person I am today like the good thing about Moorhead it was a non-scholarships when I was ready to quit football I wasn't in jeopardy of being See, put out of school right, 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 right. yeah nah nigga it was low key like you ever seen Blue Mountain State I seen like an episode. No, I haven't watched about it. Like Blue Mountain State was almost like, bro, they was like fucking around and just football was like the side thing. Right. That's, that was Moorhead State for the majority of when I was there. Mm-hmm. We did have one year where we was really good. That was actually the year I stopped playing. Um, and I was super excited because then I could enjoy because all my niggas still played on the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can actually enjoy the game. Yeah, I can enjoy the nigga come down, motherfucker, drunk as hell. <laughs> Them yeah, niggas getting up at six in the morning and shit like, bro, I'm tired. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, nigga, go eagle. <laughs> 
go straight to bed, nigga. Yeah. nigga. Yeah. He was like, bro, you gonna stay up? I said, nigga, I don't gotta go to practice no more. What you talking about? Yeah, right. I'm about to hit this motherfucker, celebrate for yeah. real. Like, great game, my nigga. He can't have no beer. Right, right. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga, I used to get fucked up. So, yeah, I play uh, D-Tackle. Um, See, I mm-hmm. wish I'd have stuck with football. They tried to put me on old line in high school. I was like, I'm not doing this shit again. I play old line in high school. See, that's right, but I didn't realize how important old line was. You yeah, know, really, so yeah. before you just can touch the ball. And- like, nigga, I want to do. I want to hit niggas, bro. Like, I'm not trying to be out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna lie. O line was whack as fuck. I ain't gonna beat you. Like niggas be like, listen, and politically correct for football players who play O line. There's nothing wrong with that. No, they're actually the most important. That's what I'm saying, right? Because right. like, they have to take everything, right? Fuck that, no. Oh. Fuck all that. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna give you no bullshit and be like, nigga, that, no, man, fuck the O line. You used to tear them motherfucking chunky boys up, nigga. What uh, you talking about? Oh yeah, for you play D line. Yeah, 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 like what, nigga? Smell the fear on you, <laughs> smell the hamburger on your breath, you fat motherfucker. But, <laughs> but I get it, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah. But O-line, funny story. The coach I had in high school, he was a running back. Mm-hmm. So his mm-hmm. big thing was running the ball, which meant he didn't But he didn't even coach the running backs. He coached the O-line. And this nigga had this thing called full speed. And that was one of them things that back, that, now that I play it back in my life, that nigga wanted everything you had, every play. You didn't have to be the fastest. You just had to move your fastest. Every your yeah, best effort had to yeah. always be. He's like, I don't expect 110 because that shit don't exist. Mm-hmm. He said, but I want 100. If you got, you know what I'm saying? If 100 is moving, you know, two miles per hour, that's cool. If 100 is moving five miles per hour, 20 miles per hour, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. And so just shit like that, my nigga, that just would come be, out and exhaust yourself. Right? Yeah, and it, not even exhaust yourself. Just give your all, you know. Mm-hmm. Leave it out all out Leave there. Leave it all out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So as a now in my life, a lot of shit that... You know, my coaches was teaching me in football. It's applicable, like work ethic, my nigga, preparation, shit like that. Like, I was a big film head. Like, I used to watch a lot of film. So, like I said, when it translated to rap, there's no film for rap, but just preparation, studying trends, looking mm-hmm. at what's this, what's that. Mm-hmm. How can I adapt to this? How can I adapt the landscape around me and shit like that? So, those things definitely fucking transfer. <coughs> you know, if I could go back, would I change things? I'm good, bro. Uh, I don't know. Football was such a big part of my life. I was grateful for it. But I always wanted to be a singer since I was a kid, nigga. Like, Cisco was my favorite right. motherfucker. Really? And then I wanted to be a comedian. But I always wanted to be an entertainer. Dave Chappelle was like, like mm-hmm. nigga, an idol. And my mom mm-hmm. and dad was like, I can see this mean something to you, so we're going to embrace this. We're not going to fight it. Because, like, letting me stay up For and watch real. the Chappelle show, buying me the box sets and shit like that. What? Shit, I shouldn't be watching at 12 or 13. Oh, I, wasn't, I wasn't allowed to. <laughs> my dad heard me watching the nigga show. The niggas. Uh, Chappelle show. Chimmy nigga. N-I-G. Bro, my dad was like, turn it off. <laughs> Shut that shit down, bro. My parents were very strict, but at the same time, very, like, fun, too, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, they were big on respect. You wasn't about to walk around here and just oh, be yeah. disrespectful. Right, right, right. But I had the type of mom that everybody loved, yep. you know what I'm saying, to be around. Mm-hmm. She was a, considered a fun mom, the cool mom. What they didn't realize, my mom's a thug. So that's why she was fun and cool. Like, oh, she's hip. I was like, nah, but she really like fuck you up. Right. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, understandable. Oh God, so uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I understand. And then my dad was just like, you know, he was a football coach and stuff like that, and you know, uh, so he was always very involved and shit like that. So I had those parents. They were younger parents. You know what I mean? Like, not super young, but compared mm-hmm. to some of my friends, you know, mm-hmm. their parents all like at the time might have been like in their forties or whatever, fifties. Mm-hmm. My parents just, I think. My parents is like 46 now. So you think about oh, 10 years ago, like 36. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my yeah. mom and dad had me at 21. Um, my mom, oh, young, young. Same young. here. My mom just turned 50, allegedly. Um, allegedly. Shout out to my dude. Last year. See, my mom, dad's 60. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's a little different. Yeah, so, that nigger shit hit home, yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> 
I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's a little That's different. my grandpa, bro. This nigga, every time I, I tease this nigga, because I remember uh, my grandpa was light skin. His mom is uh, Indian and white, and his dad is black. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so, like, my grand, my great grandmother, her name was Nanny. One of her big things is you're not gonna call her no nigga because she ain't yeah. no nigga. But yeah. my grandfather, he was like, uh, somebody's like, yo, man, I seen that old white dude that you was with. I said, oh, white dude. They said with the cane and the dogs. I start cracking up because uh, my grandpa black, but you right. feel me like, but he looked white. He older. He got straight back hair like oh, Indians okay. and shit. Yeah, yeah. But I start teasing that nigga and I got about two or three jokes. He said, I remember a time <laughs> when that nigga started with that shit. I said, okay. It's, it's over with. It's done. It's done. Yeah, over a joke. Yo, I got to fight my dad on that racial conversation like once a month. Also, I'm like, they did it because we was black. No, dad, we're late. <laughs> we're late. <laughs> that has nothing to do with it, bro. We're late. They didn't let us in because we were late. <laughs> like, no, it's because we black. All right, man, you got it. Says, At least I don't know how your dad is, but you know you got some people who are like, but systemically where they placed us in the city. Oh, of no, course, yeah, yeah, of course we was gonna no, be late. No, he of doesn't course like, we was gonna be late. You don't like that arguing <laughs> shit at all. What, if you don't see it his way, it's over. With, you know what I mean? It's, all right, whatever. You know what I mean? Oh, you had it. You must have had it easy as a kid, man. My man, mom love motherfucking arguing. That's my mom. That's different. See, my mom didn't argue. She had them hands. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. But if, it, if it was a yes, ma'am. <laughs> Oh, well, my mom is, I won't say arguing, aggressive talking, because you weren't going to talk back to my mom. Period. Mm-hmm. She just was going to aggressively talk to you mm-hmm. how she wanted to. Like, let me take, I remember one time my mom was like, I'll whoop everybody's ass out here. We was on the porch laughing and shit. And so she go in the house, bro, and I still keep laughing. Like, whoop my ass. What you yeah, talking you about? Talk about? Bro, yeah. she came, bro, she came back outside like, nigga, I'll slide you. Oh, bro. Whoa, that's different. I said, what? I'm sorry. Got it. Yeah. I'm sorry. She was up in my face like, bro, so close, my nigga. Like, what, nigga? You? I slide you little bitch ass nigga on the, I said, Yes, ma'am. You ain't mom no more, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody get free, Little bro. son of a bitch ass nigga said, but I'm your son. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm your, I'm your seed. I'm, I'm your own. I'm, uh, mama. Uh. <laughs> Don't do it, mama. You got to catch her someday. She be in rare form, boy. You got to. Yeah, see, my mom would just slide me. <laughs> they were no talking. Yeah, it, was, yeah, yeah. it just happened. See, people love you my remember, mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like, they be like, man, I love your mom. You ain't going to talk about Miss April. No slander on whatever it means. Facts. I'm <laughs> like, bruh, if you knew what I grew up with, <laughs> nigga, you'll be on my side, fam. Because I seen my sister hit me a post like, I love your mom. I was like, what you don't know is after you left, she cussed me out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> How many times have you, uh, your friends got to leave and you get cussed out for some shit they did? Oh, I remember my 18th birthday when I had these homies over. Yeah. I'm 18. I was there. I'm grown. <laughs> I bought a pack of black in my house. <laughs> I'm grown. <laughs> I'll be about me and the homies leave to go do something. We come back. I get a phone call. Like on the way back, my mom like, when your friends get here, all of them gotta go. <laughs> what? She's like, I found out something about you I don't like. You know what I mean? So I'm like, all right, cool. And I get home. It's a black about pack in her head. She's snapping it. She's snapping, dog. I'm like, I'm 18, no. I'm grown. Listen, bro. And I say this. My mom is from my grandfather like that. Like that nigga be like. You know, it's cool. And then he, but let, but let me tell you something. Like, pull me to the side. Let me tell yeah. you something. Like, God damn. My mom is one of them motherfuckers that came out in the car. Like, so you niggas want to smoke blacks, huh? <laughs> oh, God. You want to smoke, huh? Nigga, yeah. smoke your ass, nigga. Like, <laughs> what? Oh, no, that, my, that's my dad. My dad is something. My dad always like, whatever you did. He going to put that in there. But it's your ass, nigga. Uh-huh. So it's something like smoking. Like, oh, so you want to smoke, huh? You, you like smoking. Wait till I smoke your ass. <laughs> and I'm like, Hell, my, yeah. I'm going to smoke my you gonna put my ass on your lips? <laughs> you know what you say? Right? That's, that's you fire? Know, <laughs> I said, that, you don't even smoke, dude. <laughs> like, but if it get good to that nigga here. <laughs> for me, I got remember that time in the basement. Uh, who, I forget who it was, but what, to cracks.com? 
Oh yeah, oh, it was different. Yeah, yeah. So it, we were like different. what seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. We, yeah, before yeah. we could drive, we was playing double seven nine five. Chilling for my birthday, I had him and a couple other homies up. They were looking yeah, all of that. The turn up, nigga. That's the turn up back then. You know, just roasted, and then somebody went to cracks.com. What the fuck is that? We were just looking for jokes and like roast shit. Okay, but it wasn't that at all. Nah, it was other shit. And so after everybody left, I was grounded for two months. This was down there watching porn. Was that Rich? I wish it was James, but I'm not sure. It might have been James. They don't tell it. That's funny as fuck. Yeah, I got it for like two months after that. And then I had to have the talk like, well, you know that's not real, right? Well, I'm like, it's a, it's, yeah, yes, man. You said about I didn't do it, though. How you argue that, you know what I mean? Nah, but that's shit. If I got grounded for porn, nigga, I wouldn't be allowed to out the house right now. See, my mom and dad found my stash, and they was like, you shouldn't be watching that. I was like 16, 17. You shouldn't be watching that. Because you gonna look at girls, they eating something regular like a popsicle. You look at it different. I'm like, I look at that shit different now. I'm <laughs> 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 nasty shit. Nah, but like, I think nigga, I start watching porn and like the conversation like the, left. Like, <laughs> I, nah, but on, just, uh, on some real shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and now as an adult, I get what my parents were saying because like mm-hmm. I started watching that shit in the eighth grade, and I really do desensitize it. But the yeah. big thing for me was the jump from soft porn to hard porn because I didn't even know what that was. I thought hard from porn. HBO to the internet. Yeah, the real internet. <laughs> And my homies, I remember my sh- homie showed me like my first like porno on the internet, like off on his PSP. I said, oh my god, that's disgusting! Put that away. Yeah. Two weeks later, I was like, where the fuck can I find it? <laughs> I need more. I need more. And then, nigga, but then I realized, like, I realized, and this is getting deep, nigga. But but then I started realizing, I was like, damn, bro, porn really taking over a nigga's life. Like when you gotta watch it porn, do. like nigga three or four did. times a day, nigga, yes. you beating your meat all the time yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. You, oh. Nigga, I'm tired. Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, it's just like, bro. I'm hungry. I'm gonna watch some porn and I'm having right. a sandwich. Like, it's like, like, you're like, why? First, <laughs> thing, in the, first thing in the morning before I get my uh, walk in, I have a, I'll masturbate. Like, niggas drink right. coffee. I'm up beating my dick. I said, you feel me? So it's like, that's your life now. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, I, I, fuck, get, I get it why porn is a bad Yeah. Right. It's a routine now. It's on your that schedule. That motherfucker get down in your spirit. And then the worst part about porn. Um, uh, is when nigga like regular porn just won't cut it, so you gotta keep on going up. Some not crazy. Soon as you hit that search bar, <laughs> yes. Usually, usually whoever was on the front page used to just be like, "Oh, Duh. cool, this is yeah. right." Soon now I'm over here like search, uh, getting descriptive, yeah, mad descriptive, yeah. nigga like <laughs> anal lesbian Asian tongue tossing, and then you're like, <laughs> "While people watch, while people watch." <laughs> And you like, and it's at it's at that moment. And so I'm telling you right now, if you're still a light porn watcher and you're just clicking tabs, yeah. stop before you hit that search bar. When you hit the here search is, bar, here is you, you hit rock bottom. You gonna get whatever you look for. <laughs> you gonna find that shit. It'll be one video. Are you? What's crazy is the shit you type in, bro. And you fuck around and find more than what you expected. Like, nigga, I was mm-hmm. looking for one video, That's nigga. It. And they give you the suggestions. <laughs> yes, the suggestions. Hey, you like this? You know what I'm saying? But then I started getting mad at the internet. Cause I'm like, hey man, you, now you trying to play me, bro? Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm big on you. Know what I'm saying I was big on lesbian porn in my mm-hmm. day. And then they fuck around. It's like, have you tried tranny? I'm like, no, <laughs> no. It's the same thing with tennis. Like, no, no, because that's weird, bro. Because you can catch yourself where you're like, who the fuck was I beating up? <laughs> you know, now you question yourself and shit. Oh, like, hold on. <laughs> You said a rock. <laughs> <laughs> she did a titty nigga, but that because of the or the stroke or the, Oh no. So rethinking who you are as a person. Yeah, bro. Like, is this what I like now? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you motherfucking 
Nigga, you done got turned out, bro, and ain't never even seen them. You on Facebook talking about some nigga. You on, you on motherfucking, uh, what is it, Plenty of Fish? Oh talking about I'm down for whatever. Like, have you ever been with them? No. I am not. No. Well, let me be clear, politically correct, because I know transgender people, so tranny is a politically incorrect term. But, but you fuck around, bro, and definitely be on Tinder talking about, I mean, I watch it on video. If I'm up in the search bar. Right. Yeah, if I'm up in the search bar. And the suggestions. Maybe it's who I am. So now you over there like, Maybe this is me now. Yeah. Oh, my God. What is it, motherfucking Mulan, where she looking in the river? What? Do my flagship show. Nigga, you sitting in a motherfucking... I can't do this. You looking at your screen because it didn't lost power and shit. You didn't want to get up. After you after you come, bro, you just looking in a black-ass screen talking about shit. What do I do now? What do I do Where to now, nigga? Like... Oh, y'all did this God, bro. Uh, wow. Really, 30 minutes in? so bad. Because uh, <laughs> niggas so bad. Yo. Niggas start connected and relationships. Yeah, well, real shit. Forgot the mic was here, bro. I'm like, I want to tell you the time, and it's like. I started beating oh, off when. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Hit that search bar. But you, listen, that's, but that's how it happened. I was uh, just down. We were oh watching a Wu Tang documentary, and somehow we ended up in one porn. That's what we left. Yeah, it's yeah. like, bro, because we could do the same thing that Wu Tang did, and then it was like, but nigga, what about some porno? And then it's like, out of nowhere, this came out of nowhere, and then porno just took over the whole room, bro, for like five minutes, where it just was like, but all I'm saying is, but you're not not listening, but what I'm saying is, if you, oh my God, I know who I am as a man, (laughs) you've lost it when you see your head, you you try to tell yourself, yeah, you fighting, like, yeah, I know what I like, I'm my own worst enemy, right, I'm my own worst enemy. I'm the only one holding me. I can stop when I want. I can stop when I want is when you went too if, oh far. Oh my god! I can stop when I want. If you have to too say far. it out loud to remind yourself, you go too far. I'm so glad we started off the the fucking podcast politically correct, and I gave all them really good answers. Right. Right. They would have heard this first. They'd be like, "Motherfucker!" Oh my god! This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. They gonna listen to this like ten minutes later, like nigga. Like, <laughs> like, I, I wasn't expecting it to go there. Like, doing poor PSAs. Yeah, How did we get here? What the fuck was that? Like this nigga Barack Obama to turn into Red Man. You just like. <laughs> Yo, he, he, he allegedly hit the J down like she turned. Yeah, allegedly. 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 Let's go be on our shirts. Allegedly. Honestly. Uh-huh. Uh, where do we go from here, bro? <laughs> where do we go from here? I'm leaving all this in, too. Dude. Right. Uh, where do we go from here? I'm trying to get the next. Trying to go. A segue. <laughs> um, so, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Uh, he saved me from porn. Let's say right. There you go. Some transits. There you go. Eating bowls of top ramen. Someone said to stop ramen. Glad I ain't here. Simon did it all in God time because it ain't that common. Catch a break like Column. Check the date now. Autumn born in late summer. Off the ab with the cash runners. Talking ball with his fast numbers. All black like Bojack. Get hit for your shit snap. This a gift, let it get wrapped. Always playing for the get back. Y'all take credit when I get back. I spit dope. Jesse whip crack. All winter waiting for the whip back. Hard body shit, I could pit pat. Brother got jumped in the shit jack. Two on one with a gun, nigga. Yeah, that shit whack. Doing shows to the flows, nigga. Not a shit pack. I should flip that, read the script back. Proper syntax, but I have cash when you get taxed, nigga. Nah, but really just the transition in my life. I, I guess I could really talk about it. And it, not even trying to be funny, but 
my journey, how it's been changing is that in 2017, I came in, I was doing this shit for me. And that's no cap. Like, I was I was doing it because I wanted to feel accepted. I wanted to have feel like I had purpose and I was special. Because when you grow up with 10 people, bro, it's like, nigga, you want to stand out. Right. Oh, you feel me? Like so, so football was like standing out. But right. then I realized, but even in football, I wasn't the standout guy. Mm. I was always like, he's dependable. He mm. works hard. Right, right. But nigga, where them stats at? And it's like, uh, mm. he's dependable. He works hard. Mm-hmm. He gets the job done. He gets the job done, yeah. nigga. But it's like, but my nigga, like, right. where? The, so when I got into music, because uh, I really started out freestyling at the rehab tavern, it was like I could see right then that I had like a, a way with words. You feel right. me? As a matter of right. fact, I've always had that. Somebody told me, uh, Keys told me I need to go check, go uh, kick it there Wednesday night. That's, that's, that name is, yeah. I like that Re- name. No, the rehab tavern, bro, I actually got a show there on, and by the time this comes out, the show have already passed. But June 1st, I'm doing. Um, Cause that's like my home, like legit, like that's where I started rapping at, like PDMC, and like really honed my skills mm-hmm. and came up. And that was the first microphone I stepped on in front of people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So okay. like, and I was freestyling. Were you uh, ready for that moment? Like, did you did you walk in the tavern that day knowing you was about to hop on a mic? Like, no, I knew because I was looking for uh, open mics. Cause I made, I decided that summer, I was like, bro, I'm done with football. Mm-hmm. I just want to make music. But I hadn't told my parents yet, so they thought I was still going back to play ball in the fall. But that summer, bro, I literally got it. And the first time I went, my sister was like, bro, you just shaking like booty meat. She said, said, the good thing was you had rapped long enough that you started to get a feel for it. And you could see that your confidence was growing. Mm -hmm. And from there, just like automatically, it was like, bet. You know, there was another dude named Peter MC who was just phenomenal. And I spent the whole summer kind of like chasing him in terms of like every Wednesday going and pitting myself against him. Right. To, and it sharpened me and made me a better, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Gave me confidence to say, okay, and I rap. Um, so, but just that, and that was back in like 2015. So 2017, I come back to the city and like life just ain't been going how I wanted. I'm like, this music shit going to make me popular. It's going to get me on. Da, 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 blah, mm-hmm. skip. And so it started with that. Then I dropped from my side and I really seen the connection it was making for niggas like, yo, that's really hard. And so I said, hold up, maybe I need to pivot. And like I said, had that conversation about community. I said, maybe this isn't about me. Maybe it's about helping people and things like that. Mm-hmm. So then I, but still something was missing. And it's actually funny how God works. At the end of uh, 2018, I had the show at the rehab tavern. I had put together, had Ibri Allo, uh Tree Mandela, Bardo Jones. It was, it was a phenomenal show. I ended up getting a car accident like two days before at my job on some real weird shit. Like, we were driving these cars in a lot, and this motherfucker had a... He hopped in this car, and they ain't had no brakes. So this nigga tried to reverse so he could go forward. Like, he was trying to... Like, he was close to the car in front of him, so he yeah, wanted to reverse yeah, yeah. and then go forward. Well, he ain't got no brakes, so this nigga put some foot... On, he put his foot on the gas, and this nigga's coming from, like... Maybe twenty yards up, bro. I'm sitting in the I'm sitting in the car waiting for the go ahead so I can leave because I got nothing but space. Right. This nigga come from twenty yards up, bro, and not hitting the brakes, bro. Hits the his car hits the front of my car, and that shit makes me hit my head on the ceiling. God. And I ended up uh, messing up my neck and hurting my arm and stuff like that. So I ended up getting fired from that job two days. Like, well, it's your fault. That I was like, I don't right. motherfucker. I got, but because they know they got to like cash out on that workers' comp. Yeah, That's and they was like, I was a temp. I was a temp. So they like, you can't come oh, back here. And da, da, da. Oh yeah, yeah nah. It's about the yeah. They, so That's they, some bullshit. But listen, but in that time, so I had missed that show, and that was like the end of the year. But it, sitting, I literally sat in my room for like a month and a half, and it was like I ain't had no money. Uh, I had recently like stopped seeing the girl that I was seeing at that time. Um, so I was really just by myself. And in yeah. that time, I was like, something was, even doing it for the community, something was still missing. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, uh, I really, God had always been a part of my life, but really dedicating, dedicating uh, a part of my life or dedicating my life to him. Like that came along at the beginning of this year and I've seen an accelerated growth. So just shit like, but God's always been a part of my life. Like I remember mm-hmm. somebody was like, yo man, you a Christian. 
And I was like, how can you tell? And I thought it was a shame. I'm like, how can you tell? Because we've never... And he's like, because right. of your music. Because my, mm. my project, uh, I had a project called... Um, was it the growing to, to be honest, growing pains. He's like, bro, you have the project before that. The first one, I had a song called Blessings on Blessings. He said, and this one, bro, you got a song called Lord Don't Let Me Down to Sleep. Um, and it was a couple other drums I had, bro. I can't remember what it was, but he's like, nigga, I can just tell in your music whether you, you're consciously doing it or not. Mm -hmm. He said, that that's the part you talk about it. So mm -hmm. I know that you get that. Oh, and I had a song called Less is More. <coughs> and it was, you know, we need less rap guys, man, and more Jesus. And I was talking about... Uh, oh, society yeah. and mental health and things like that. And so I was like, hold up, this is already a part of me. So it's not like I got to make this extreme pivot. Like I got to go from, you know, uh, trick daddy to motherfucking uh, Lecrae, nigga. It wasn't that. Mm -hmm. It was that this is already a part of me. It's just now really embracing it. So, you know, it was like, all right, removing myself from it and being about the community and being a God-led man and things like that um, completely changed my trajectory. The doors that God has opened for me um, have just been amazing. Uh, being able to see certain shit that I was just like I couldn't see before, and it seemed like God kept on giving me the same test. I kept on fucking them up, fucking them up, fucking them up. It'd be like I'm running into the same shit, like in cycles. It would just what's now, and finally, bro, just like hold up, let me pay attention to what he say. Let me sit down, let me learn, let me figure this shit out. And so it's like, okay, dodge that one, dodge that one. Oop, mm -hmm. that one tripped me up, but I know why it tripped me up. I won't get tripped up again. And learn from your mistakes. Learn from my mistakes, man. And so it's just like, really, I don't think people realize, a lot of people get so wrapped up in, like, religion in terms of, like, okay, you know, I got to go to church. I got to do this. Like, it's not really like that. It's a certain connection. Now, you got to study and learn and show and prove because if you don't, then you won't know what sign, you know, I hate to say signs because that sounds like what's name, but you won't know what's what. But in terms of just being that whole having to be there at Sunday every motherfucking day or every, being in church three or four times a week or always tithing big on Sunday and going mm -hmm. for Easter and shit like that, like, that's some shit that niggas do that look good for show. Right. It's, it's, the, it's the hours you spend, you know, I can remember for literally probably about 90 days straight watching a, a message, like watching an hour-long service for 90 days straight. So while niggas is going to church and not even paying attention to what the fuck is going on, Ooh, I'm sitting right. down every day, like, studying, like, setting my day by it. Like, I didn't feel right or I didn't feel good until I sat down and got that word for the day. Mm. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So it's just like people get caught up in the stereotype and this view of what a Christian is, and it's like, nah, my nigga, like, showing and prove, being a loving person, you know, mm. that's what, what makes you Christ-like or what makes you a Christian. It's not so much about the religion and the ceremony as opposed yeah. to the relationship. Yeah, the relationship. The relationship. And that's yeah, really what it is. Yeah, yeah. When they say God is like a father, it made me better understand my relationship with my parents and better understand him because it's like, you know, whatever you do, your parents are still going to love you. Especially if you got good parents. They're still going to love you. You're still going to be their son. Right, yeah. And so you, so many times we get so lost and distraught. Like, bro, oh, I'm, I'm fucked up. You know, mm -hmm. shit. How long I watch porn, you can see. Like, this nigga got real dysfunction. Like, this nigga was in the shit. <laughs> and you just disqualify yourself. Like, oh, nah, nigga. I'm da 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 And it's like, no, bro. Like, he understand. He see that. Mm -hmm. He's still willing to work with you. He's still willing to fuck with you. You know, as long as you're willing to come and be like, you know. I feel like he got a sense of humor. God definitely got a sense of humor. I was just talking to my homegirl before, and I was telling her all kinds of crazy shit. Like, I remember I told her I'd be disappointed if uh, 
if she had a baby through sex, I said, I'm expecting you to have like a divine, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. masculine, or I forget what the word is. Yeah. Immaculate conception. Immaculate conception. Immaculate conception. I said, if you show up pregnant and you point at a nigga like, this is the nigga that got me pregnant, I'll be yeah. sorely yeah. disappointed. Mm-hmm. That's not what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> I, I expect people like, I'm pregnant. Who's the father, God? <laughs> you say about this nigga Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like what? <laughs> yeah. Like you, you pregnant by Marquise? <laughs> you feel me? Oh man! So God definitely got sense of humor. He wouldn't have made so many funny motherfuckers if he didn't. Mm. No, for sure. Because there's times I look at my life like, and just you, there's nothing you can do but laugh. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, yeah, that was me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, that's he brought that up. He was like, I can't tell if he's a. Uh, um, the, the, the Christian rapper yeah do you consider yourself like a box, Christian you know rapper I mean? yeah. or like what do you think about that box because we, we had so like let me pick the picture for you back at the old crib like I, I love all hip hop like I, I see no classification whatever mm-hmm. whatever white people say about blacks um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't see color. any division <laughs> I don't see color it's yeah. all I don't see color we all love yeah, yeah. so I would I'd, I'd have the aux cord and I would slide in some like Lecrae or Andy Minio in the mix out of nowhere. But he would say, he like, as soon as Lecrae would hit. Lecrae, Lecrae specifically, I'd say, shut that shit off. I'm cool with saying that. And then whenever I'm like, oh yeah, this is a Christian yeah. rapper, he would feel some type of way and not want to listen to it. There's one, I got, I got to listen to one on his own consistently. Because that nigga nice. Out. Yeah, that nigga nice. And uh, the, who was it? Larry Bird? Bird? Yeah, the, the, yeah, the Bird and uh, Magic Pro- whatever it is. Yeah. Hard. But Hard. anytime else I would play any other like Christian rap or say it was Christian rap, shut it down. You would shut it down. I feel like Christian rap sounds weird. It's almost like uh and this is no offense to him, but it's like people don't like watching female basketball and it's not a sexist thing. Females just play different than men. Right. And just so different it, it just the game looks different, mm-hmm. the way they move and stuff is different. And so with Christian rappers, like I said, and I love females. If I had to watch a game, I'd watch females play basketball. Oh, most definitely. Because um, I love females. I don't, right. don't got to see Kobe Bryant's sweaty ass. I don't. <laughs> I follow all Columbus women's soccer. <laughs> you feel me? I love female athletes. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. They're smart. They're talented. Gotta put them here. Women mm-hmm. are better than men. I'm saying that now. <laughs> your body, your choice, fam. With that, with, the, with no, all that yo, being chill, said, chill, chill. <laughs> yo, I'm yo, losing my right. sponsorship. Right. <laughs> yo, yo. But um, I say all that to say when a, it seems like when a Christian rapper come on, the beat sounds a certain way, the way they rap their cadences is like you can I, tell. I, I wouldn't is. mind, bro. Like I, I love what Chance the rapper is doing in terms of that nigga just rap and it'd be so good. And that, that's right. But he's sliding in the content. Like I don't right. mind having. Christian based content it's just the style is stale like the bro presentation. the presentation especially right. when you think about man my mom was on the praise team so praise and worship music can be fire like yeah, what Kanye yeah, did yeah. with uh or not uh no it's Kanye with the Sundays the uh with the Sundays that's fire Sunday but service. but who's got the song that's how great that's chance yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's chance that shit fire that's my favorite song and then that nigga uh and then uh Jay Electronica hop on that bitch and snap bro like so Spotify to qualify a spot on his side bro listen that's ridiculous so (laughs) right Jesus Christ and so when it comes to that bro I'm uh people are you a Christian rapper no I'm just a Christian that raps you know that's in in terms of bro like I'm going to I don't let I hate to say because I feel like once you do that then you get put in a limitation but that's the problem with Christianity period like people want to put a limit Limitation on it. It's like my nigga. I'm not saying you could be out here just doing mad, crazy, wild shit. I'm like, right. but I'm a Christian though, dog. I kill kids. But <laughs> I'm sanctified. I'm sanctified. God, God. 
No, he clearly said he'll forgive you for anything. But yeah. nigga, if you if you living a lifestyle of sin, that's mm-hmm. a lot different than right. sinning. Right. Sinning is like. God, you know I fucked up today. Right. Lifestyle saying this nigga is our way. Like, hell yeah. No, it's, it's, it ain't that. No. Yeah, it, it ain't that for us. So. We hate the sin, not the sinner. <laughs> yeah. But I, so for me, it's just like, you just rap about what you know. And this project mm-hmm. really did become something that, you know, was about uh, my community and was God influenced. You feel me? That's why mm-hmm. the project. Begins with God and ends with God. That's, for, for, yeah, God. that's God the first bar. God mm-hmm. keep blessing me. Can't let these niggas pressure, pressure me. me. Yeah, yeah bro, bro. Because it's like, but and that's what I'm saying about I was writing it for one instance only for it to really be true in another. Like just to go a little bit in depth. At the time I started writing that, which was last summer. Wait, so um, this is for the project, the new project. Yeah, new project. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. okay. So the, t- the title of it is somewhere else. Put some context on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just to, real quick to break down that concept because I am geographically I'm located on the south side, but then also from the standpoint of somewhere out south is just kind of like a mindset. Like when you grow up on the south side, or even just like from the south of anywhere, low key, it seems like there's a certain level of creativity and hustle that's bred from that. You feel me? Like, oh, South I Chicago, feel. South Philly, South... Mm-hmm. You name the South... South period, nigga. Yeah, like, them just niggas period. from the South period. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, yeah. somewhere... Somewhere out South for me is, like, a mentality. Like, nigga, like, we didn't have everything that everybody had, but we was gonna make it happen. We was gonna make it shake. And so, like I said, starting the project off with that, um, the, the backdrop to kind of what I was feeling was that I felt like I was super... It was almost like I was at war for real, for real. like I didn't feel like Southside was getting the respect it was getting. I didn't feel like I was getting the respect it was getting. Mm-hmm. So beginning of that tape with, you know, like God keep blessing me, can't let these niggas pressure me, didn't used to mess with me, now they want the best of me. Shit like that, but like I really was feeling like that. I also was feeling like uh outside, the second song outside, you know what I'm saying? Like where I had to make us let niggas know where I'm from. Mm-hmm. But as you see the tape when it as you see the tape transitions, it goes into more of like a, a honed in view to a bigger view. To where, and that's where it's about the mentality. Like I'm, I had to start off with the viewpoint of where I was at, mm. and then just kind of seeing the whole thing, the picture wide. So it starts off very focused, and it's like that's where I was at. Like, yo, God keep blessing me, even though you niggas are some hating motherfuckers. And I went to that next joint outside, and was like, nigga, this is for the south side. My niggas always be yo, outside. Like that, that's one of my favorite beats on the project. That who, who produced that? Jesse Jeremiah did the whole tape. Cause, fire, cause it got a feel to fire. it, and that's like, like production wise, nothing else. Right, right, right. And I'm just like, he's just running that that sample, and that, like, and I found that throughout all your music for real. He or I'm about to say because with, especially with me working with Jesse, which is a very big point of mine. I low key, you know, a lot of people like to work with a lot of different people. I'm not opposed to it, but me and him just have a certain level of chemistry because we've grown together. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me and him. Uh, like I said, he did the whole tape. I was like, I, I want to do something. Like, I want my big pinnacle moment, which I feel like this is. I want it to be that when you say you love me, you love him too. Mm. Because I owe, I feel like I owe him that and that he believed in me when nobody else did. Mm. So wherever I go, he go. Mm. You feel me? And that's why a lot of times, no matter what project I have, he's going to do the majority of the beats. Like the project before, I try to do different sounds and stuff like that. But mm. I know what I feel at home at. And so, like I said, with Outside, that motherfucker, that's a hard-ass song. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you got Outside, then you got Beauty in the Struggle, which is, you know, kind of about me. You feel me? Like, uh, then you got these dreams. Is that when the dude said, "Let me hear something beautiful." Let me hear something. Yeah, ain't work. That ain't work. Yeah, and that's a, that's my the thing. Yeah. That's my homie Jesse, man. And the, the narration. I, that was another part that I wanted to have, and it was that 
around the time I was making that project, I was spending a lot of time just kicking it with my homies Jesse and my homie Jesse and my homie T. And so, you know, I wanted to be a part of it. So, you know, Jesse narrates throughout the whole kind of thing to kind of give it a different feel of oh, moving, yeah. of moving it along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I said he was moving it along and then you feel me so uh, like almost like conversationally. That's why it was mm-hmm. like you know like where you been? What you been doing? Yeah, it's like you yeah, got chilling. Yeah, you, yeah, you feel like shut. Yeah, yeah. And by the time you get the uh, ain't forget about it. Now this nigga because he work at a barbershop, mm-hmm. which a lot of times we we and him have a conversation. He look up like nigga, I haven't cut no fucking. Yes, yeah, yeah, I ain't yeah, cut no yeah, hair, yeah, my yeah, nigga. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. feel me? Um, uh-huh. and so just with that being said and that ideology behind it, it started off very like honed in and focused. And then as the project start kind of growing and conceptually, it's almost like, that's why I said, like, God low-key, like, be flowing through my pen because I don't be knowing. And now, looking at where my life is now and how I want to be a commun- uh, leader in the community and all things going on culturally Columbus, Ohio, and the music and stuff like that, it's very appropriate and very timely. One issue I used to have was that I would make a project, but I would have made it so long ago that that doesn't reflect who I am now. Mm-hmm. With this project, I'm very excited kind of releasing it in the, still in the season. Now, I do feel like I'm growing and I'm changing. Um, and kind of like that last song, you know, um, The Hood is Home, that very last song, I feel like that's the person I'm moving into. But still, I, I'm excited about performing them songs where as opposed to like, that's another thing too. I didn't. My last project, I performed a lot of them songs before the project came out. So by the time the project came out, then mm-hmm. plus trying to give the project life, I was tired of it. This, I kept mm-hmm. these shits real close to the vest. I think the very first time I performed this was like, the project comes out in June. I performed it uh, once in April. I performed one song in March. I performed, like I haven't done a lot of sets with it yet, you know, mm-hmm. and then June and July and stuff like that, I plan on changing that. But like, I haven't really, nobody's really heard the tape in terms of live or anything like that. So I'm excited mm-hmm. about that too. Yeah, we we appreciate it. it was, man, man. And listen, but y'all don't got the. I about to say y'all got to wait till June second to get the fully master version. Okay, I did, okay yeah. I, I yeah, said yeah, everybody yeah. demo version. They're like, well, why we got the demo? I said, cause I need you to go. I see. <laughs> I seen the online convert. I'm like, okay, yeah, we ain't supposed to have this. <laughs> yeah, this in this in the cut cut. Yeah, yeah. but it's gonna be dope. Uh, I'm releasing the project through IGTV exclusively. Nice. Um, just with yeah, the idea behind that is that. Um, we were struggling on what platforms we was going to release it on. I was like, well, I don't have a following on any other platform but Instagram. And so while the media player may not be, uh, you know, ideal necessarily for playing music, it's very doable, very possible. And the ideal behind it is just, yo, you press play, sit your phone down for a little bit, buy it, clean your house, do whatever, or play it while you're on your jog and you don't want to touch your phone, or play it when you, you feel me, in the car and you got your 15 minutes to work. You know, that was another thing, too, about length. I didn't want to... A lot of them songs got one verse on it because I just didn't want to beat it over the head. Like, on Beauty and the Struggle, like, yeah. I was like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Before you get taxed, nigga, and that was like, <laughs> and he's like, what you gonna say next? And I'm like, that's it. And I put my nigga, I'm like, I love short songs, bro. That shit was mm-hmm. hard, too. And I forget what you just, you said something like 10 minutes ago about you found beauty and like, what you went through and I was like, oh, that relates to that song. That's why. Yeah, that, that's yeah, why. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because all that stuff that right. I was doing, mm-hmm. it built me into who I am as a person. So it was right. like, damn, bro. And kind of at the time when I made it, it was kind of like, kind of like poking fun at my nigga where like I said, he's like, right. bro, well, tell me something beautiful. Right. And I said all this shitty stuff and then he yeah. like, but really overall, it's like all them things humbled me or right. helped me grow mm-hmm. and things like that. So yeah. you didn't struggle. And we segue over to these dreams. And I think that's where the departure from that very focused and honed on envision is to like 
okay, let me start widening it out with these dreams. And then the blues is just a commentary on, you know, the state of our communities, especially our young black men. Uh, ain't forget about it. You know, after I, after I did the blues, I was like, but I want niggas to know, like, yo, we good. Like, we going to be all right. So The blues is probably my favorite song. The blues right? is, like. I, I said some shit on there. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I go back, I was like. Oh, the way that hit. Yeah, that's. Every pitch it like, bruh. I was listening to that shit like, hold up. He said, what? <laughs> <laughs> Put your home white like they Verlander, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, nigga. Mine stay fried. Recipe. I mean, 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 I I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I uh, okay. I want people to. I need them streams. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to prove a point with the IGTV thing, yeah, so I need yeah, everybody right. to go to IGTV and when you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. when you hear this, go to IGTV if you haven't already and go right. listen because I'm like I said. For me as an artist, I'm realizing now was and I was talking about it earlier. It's like God will put you in a role, take you out of that role, and put you back in that role. And I was giving y'all the example of like if someone's playing like playing quarterback, mm-hmm. and you know you never throw the ball, you just take off running. Well, then coach switch you over to receiver, mm-hmm. and he's like, that gets annoying when that nigga just take the fuck off running. He don't never throw me the ball. I've been right. working hard right. and shit, and you get used to being that receiver, and you humble yourself. He's like, well, I guess I'll just be the best damn receiver you could be, and he'll be like, you got what I need you to get. Right. Get right. back at quarterback. Yeah, so now you know, yeah, like, yeah. I'll run when I need to. I'll take off when mm-hmm. I need to, but in terms of passing and distributing, mm-hmm. so that was a big thing for me was that, you know, there's a there was a season where I was doing a lot of facilitating and helping and you know uh, being a part of blatant. One thing that we pride ourselves on is taking care of each other. So you know whatever y'all need me to do, watch the door. There's a lot of time where I think a lot of motherfuckers was like, I think this nigga done flamed out. He had a real strong you know 2018, and a lot of people just flame out like he did all those podcasts, he did all them shows. But really, I was just on the cook up. I needed some time to rest and recover. But um, I had to realize who I was and what was going on. And so now I'm back. You feel me? And it's like yo. I'm, I'm, the role has changed, but I understand the importance of the role. Cause at first it was a me, me, me thing. Mm-hmm. Now it's only me to the point of being able to help others. Like, yo, I'll be the best I can be to then affect other people. And so I'm trying to get artists to see how you can use your platform. So that was the big thing about IGTV. Like why go to Spotify? Like you may have 10,000 followers on IG, but it's going to be hard, the conversion. Conversions are everything. Mm-hmm. And so trying to get them to click and go over to such and such or, nigga, I can't be, I don't want to be on Spotify or I don't got right. Spotify. Big thing for me why we argue so much was like, you know, I didn't want to divide up my initial listens and then it was just like, nigga, I don't, I'm, I don't got Spotify. I don't got iTunes. Mm-hmm. I don't got none of that shit. Why would I put my music somewhere where somebody has to pay to access it? Mm-hmm. And then it just dawned on me. It was like, yo, use IGTV. That's where mm-hmm. your biggest following is at. That's where you've culminated a whistling. If you want somebody to get a full deuce experience, Put it on IGTV where they can listen to the project, but then they can also see your upcoming shows. Because you put it on Spotify, and then that's the end of it. Even if I like your music, now I got to click. You know what I'm saying? I got to find you. and It's like, no, it's a one-stop shop. Like, my music is there. All my shows are going to be there. uh, Future Mm -hmm. merch and all that stuff. So I just really turned my Instagram into, like, deuce.com. You feel me? Because it's hard still to get, unless you got that leverage and got that really big name. You know, it's hard to get people to go to like a website or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it was like you already on Instagram. I'm already gonna look at Period. this nigga's pictures. Yeah. I could watch. I could watch his video. It's right there. It's just. Right. It's all within that screen click. It's all mm-hmm. within that. Boom. You feel me? So That's that was a really cool. Cool. actually yeah. Because whenever I somebody sent me a link, I'm like, oh, let's go to X and my bros. I'm gonna come back to it. <laughs> Instagram. Then, no, you send me anything. I'm all to see what this is. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh, like you right said, set your phone down. Bet and let yeah. it go. Or like I said, if, but when you back out of it, like say you know you back out of my IGTV, 
that, that shit was cool, you know, mm-hmm. that. and then you, then you start scrolling through my Instagram. I want to keep as much of, what's name, and that's why I'm trying to show artists. A lot of shit I'm doing is very experimental. What I'm hoping is, is that it's very, uh, like, we it does a really good job because I want people to be able to see what I'm doing and empower themselves. Same thing with the back to the question about being leaders in the community. You don't have to, but I would like more artists to be connected to their community. That's a big issue with Columbus artists is that super-duper talented. We have a really dope culture, but we stay within our culture, which is made up of maybe 300 people. And there's just not enough dollars and consumers to really enjoy, you know, Everybody we all split hairs, the yeah. The same people, same knowledge, yeah. and you fuck around, and whoever you knew first is really who gonna fuck with you. So if we all throw uh, a show on the same night, you know, you know, you might be a mutual friend, but you gotta go to his show because you feel me. Mm-hmm. Or I can't be at both your shows, or it's ten dollars to get in. And that actually just happened. Just happened <laughs> like two weeks ago. Yeah. We had to go to two different shows same night. I wanna be so. I wanna be such a part of the community that yo. You don't got to come to every do show. Mm-hmm. There's going to be people in there, and not even on no arrogant shit, just people know, I want people to know who I am in Columbus, especially growing up in Columbus where you two people from knowing the mayor. Mm-hmm. When I say two Period. people, literally, like, Period. my grandmother is head of the Driving Park Commission. She knows both mayors. She we, had Mayor Coleman's we, number. Now we she knows Mayor with, uh Two of his nephews, identical twins. <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> Coleman and somebody else. Like, mm-hmm. literally two steps away. One of them work at my job now. Right. Two <laughs> yeah. steps away, like you said, man. Is it weird to be Barack Obama or like Gary, or not Gary Coleman? Um, what was his name? Michael <laughs> Did Coleman? I say Gary Coleman? No, I'm saying Michael Coleman's nephew. Nah. Like, you know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right, you're not right. the son. Right. You're the nephew. nephew. Like, my uncle is. That would make me feel kind of way as a father. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you, you're looking at your dad like, why couldn't you be great like your brother? Like, being <laughs> Michael Jordan's nephew, nigga, right. is like, oh, my God. Nigga, you got to look at your pops crazy. Yeah, like. You wasn't at the gym? You, <laughs> you wasn't you doing You drop him off here? He Come said on, that man. you used to beat him. What the fuck yeah, happened, dad? Like, 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 bro. Why aren't you the greatest? Like, give me, give me Uncle Shoes off the show. Give me Uncle Shoes, bro. I'm out of here, nigga. Well, if your mama wasn't in there, you get a whole different story. Like, I was going to be great, but. To I Right. Your mama came along. You got pregnant. I had to drop out of school and you know what I'm saying? Fucked up my knee. Oh, God. I was the greatest, nigga. Right, I. Yeah, I, Pops. Oh, but. That's funny as hell. I got to wait till Christmas to get something nice, nigga. We living off of a Christmas check and shit. For real. Uncle Mike sent that 500K again. So talk, no, you'll be better than this, nigga. You'll be better than this. That's your dad crazy. Shut up. Protect up my name, boy. Oh, my God. That's wild. I'm trying to think of what other songs I'm trying to get into off this album, man. I don't want to give them too much, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, go I mean, go ahead, bro, and, and talk about it, because by then the project will be out. Oh, that's right. What's next? So go ahead and let's fire see, away. See. Questions you got. I'm... My, why was the nigga so angry at the end? <laughs> so, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just say right now that we... <laughs> and, I, and me and him was talking about it, and it, yeah. it's my homie T, which is actually one of my biggest supporters. And so, me and we're gonna edit it because okay. I think that as the conversation went on, we what happened was Jesse. We had planned for Jesse to be in the booth. Okay, my homie T had just came, and my homie T had said something real funny to me that, like two days before. He's like, "Why are you talking to this nigga Jesse? Nigga, I'm a Southside legend. You from? You should have talked to me." And we right. start cracking the fuck right. up. Right. We just being right. funny. Yeah. So I just tell the niggas, I was like, and I was like, I, niggas ain't getting that. That was us, like joking. Now, I know it's, people. People yeah. think you're mad at me, and I'm like, right. you're, he's not. He's really right. one of the most supportive guys in my camp in terms of like, bro, just like always tell me how proud he is. Never, you know what I'm saying? It's never a him thing or what mm-hmm. can I. It's always listening. So I literally forced him into the booth. Like, nigga, say yeah. what you said yesterday. Right. He said it, 
And then we started laughing, but I was like, keep going, keep going. So then I put him on the spot, and yeah, it was just like... Going. It was <laughs> going. I'm so, like, yo. And I can tell it was a joke, because he's obviously in the booth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not no voicemail. That, that's yeah. y'all too. You know what I mean? But it, yeah, so that was the misconception. So we're going to mm-hmm. edit it, because I didn't want people to feel like... I don't want him to get backlash or hate or yeah. nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, man, who the fuck is this nigga? Right. Like, that's literally like... Like, yeah, yeah, I didn't want that for him. So yeah, yeah we gonna pull up. We're gonna pull up for <laughs> right. you, Deuce. Like, no, 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 That's my nigga, bro. Like, <laughs> right, right. One of my favorite bars on the whole thing was nowadays niggas get played and all these bitches be plastic. <laughs> Outside. That, that, yeah, that <laughs> what about one more time? I, I got you. I, would you like to say it? Because you probably yeah, know, man. Uh, nowadays niggas get played and all of these bitches be plastic. That'd be the truth. Yeah, like yeah, I right. like. It, oh. That song right there, bro. From my in my perspective, from my perspective, my favorite bar off that song was uh, when I was talking about uh, pick my career, take care of someone else, baby. Every time I heard, it, I was like, damn, that was my life. But oh in my that, God. but in that, <laughs> but, but in that particular wow. situation, in terms of like niggas get played and all these bitches be plastic, it's like there are females who literally have plastic in their body, and they're yeah. they're not just females, people. Period. Mm-hmm. That have uh, on both sides, people getting played, female and male, and then. Uh, people not really representing anything, or something like people aren't even human no more. Sometimes, like they literally are just on some like real fake, false, manipulative, right. mm-hmm. you know. So that was that that bar right there was just like you know, that's weird. Niggas yeah, out here, bar. niggas out here going out like bar. niggas out here going out like suckers, bro. Females that's really out here not even is what it is, but right. it's both ways. Fe- you know. Females going out like suckers and it hurt because my sisters is beautiful and mm-hmm. you feel when I say sisters, I mean black women. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate to see them get done the way that they get done because it really fucks them up. And, you know, niggas out here is goofy, bro. Niggas out here goofy is fuck. out here fake. Like, nigga, you should have a fucking silicone ass because you're just a Dog. fake motherfucker. Look, like, right. Is right. your ball silicone, nigga? Like, you fake <laughs> motherfucker. Like, I don't I never understood why they do it. But it's probably, like you said, them lame niggas, you know what I'm saying, probably putting their head. Oh, yeah, go ahead and put, get that big ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you fat, oh, it's crazy what dudes get away with, Man, that's uh, You shouted out top on your first song. You want you want to go meet top? You shouted. That's the meetings you want to take. Yeah, I, and like I said, once again, a play on words in terms of just like, bro, like in terms of some. A lot of times, I'm speaking is very metaphorical. But I just want to mm-hmm. paint a picture. So the whole mm-hmm. point of that was, you know, like, you know, I'm trying to be top dog. I'm trying to yeah. be one of the, the best in the game and, and get love and shit like that. And you niggas out here just trying to get head. Like, right. that's the right. difference between our, yeah. our rap arcs. Is like, nigga, I'm trying to change the game and be a serious artist and y'all niggas up here on stage really just doing it for clout and doing it so you can you know fuck on some hoes after the show like that's not even my thing at all you feel me so that's why I say you know uh, damn that's why this ain't my crib (laughs) (laughs) he said nigga I don't live here you feel me I don't know who I was like damn who the hell coming around and they come they came from that way yeah hey how you doing sir I'm alright give me the just energy and shout out to your rate check oh no. Our, uh, yeah. Can you invite another time? Yeah, what's the better time? Um, because my roommate will be here tomorrow afternoon. Okay. I'm in the air. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Why are these niggas coming at eight o'clock, dog? <laughs> <laughs> like, that was just a setup. That nigga came yeah, in to be yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, them niggas is in there." Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you see go, me get go, snatched go. through the window, yeah. like. <laughs> they was just here yesterday. <laughs> I should readjust this real quick. This is bothering me. So, uh, if you were to sign to a label, I'm gonna ask you that though. What? TDE be the one that you want to go with? Would you know, that be like the? I'll be I'll be honest with you. In terms of my my dream label ain't even like the major labels. My dream label would be something like, uh, which is funny because I wrote something that was like Yo Dreamville by Twenty Six, and I really do feel like by the end of this year, 
uh, all the work we put in is going to come to fruition and there will be contracts on the table to, to sign musically. But, you know, I want to sign with someone like uh, like Mass Appeal okay. or mm-hmm. like uh, okay. like Jamla Records that's that's ran by Ninth Wonder or What a Wonderful World is ran yeah. by Ninth Wonder. Uh, I would much rather, and this is just probably because it's been a story of my life, I would much rather sign to like a, a mid-tier or an indie label mm-hmm. and continue to have my freedom stuff like that like I don't need a big check I've always been hustling my whole life in terms of just grinding to, to maximize opportunities you just gotta give me the right opportunity so I would love uh, Cinematic is another one what they've okay. done with Big Jenkins in them so one, a, a, a label like that would be ideal for me in terms of like being able to retain my creativity because mm-hmm. I, I got a full team um, and we working on some stuff but Blayton is my team man so you know if I can't go somewhere and, and promote blatant like you know what I'm saying I want to go into a situation mm-hmm. where immediately I can kind of have how J. Cole got the Dreamville set up you know at first it was like Rock Nation mm-hmm. and then he was able to like I want to be able to come on and be like alright listen I want to take blatant partner whatever you know what I'm saying and a lot mm-hmm. of times it's very hard to do that with a bigger label mm-hmm. so I would much much rather uh, like I said probably my top three would be like Cinematic uh, Jamlo or Mass Appeal because that's mm-hmm. Nas' label, and I like what they're doing on the media side of things. Mm-hmm. That's a big that's a big thing for me, too, is yeah. media. It's not so much music. We, at this point, music is accessible. Everybody can do it. Yeah. Um, I would say that, what are you doing with media? Like, What are you doing? Because that's the next step. Right. Content right. is key right. in the game. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's another thing I want to talk to artists about is content is key in the game. So what are you doing to push that? Like, if, you know, if you're not a, someone who's known for being able to make... I love short films. I really want to... Uh, I'm I'm actually working on a concept for a short film for that was initially supposed to go along with the project and it, and we you know had to kind of put a hold on it but because of everything and trying to pull everything together musically, um, but yeah man so I want to be a part of something like that be a part of something where now I will say this is the point where I am the quarterback I guess you like the shine or the flash um, this is uh, I want to be somewhere my nigga where I'm one of ten. You know, I'm really a part of the team mm-hmm. and in the rotation mm-hmm. as opposed okay. to like, oh, Nick, you play for the Warriors, but you never right. get off the bench. Right, right, I, right. Love play- I love playing basketball. Mm-hmm. I love winning, too, you know, but I love playing basketball. I love being out there. So I love rapping. I love uh, having opportunities and stuff like that. So I don't mind signing to somewhere that's smaller and I got to work my hand because how do you think I got here? I worked my hand. You right. know what I mean? I didn't, right. you know, I didn't, you didn't find me or anything like that. Anybody who find me at this point. Um, you know, we put all these plays together. You know, the mm-hmm. podcast run that we're doing, we put them plays mm-hmm. together. How we releasing it and strategizing that shit. How I even grew my fan base or uh, my social media. My my, I hate to say fan base. Cause that's the word everybody uses. Because really, at this mm-hmm. point, we're all peers. Your supporters. My supporters. Yeah, right. I mean, my peers. You know, how right. I grew and connected with my beer, peers was all you know off the strength. Like God put an idea in my head. Boop. I executed mm-hmm. the idea. Boop. You know, with my. Sphere of influence mm-hmm. expanded. So you trying to come and tell me, oh, I'm going to give you $10 million, but you got to do such and such and such. Like, nigga, I probably can make that $10 mil and do it how right. I want right. to do it. Mm-hmm. As opposed to having a $10 mil and now I'm sitting here on your shelf like, I'd like to put out a mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's a big thing. Another big struggle for me, man, is about is monetizing music. Because I like what this dude, uh, Toby, said. Toby Nwigwe. Yo, um, he don't. <laughs> I fuck with him, right. but he's just like, man, my music is a gift, and that's really what I feel like. Like, music to me has been such a part of my life. Um, it's just a gift. Like, it, it's helped me grow and change so much. I've been so motivated that I don't know. You know, I don't want nobody to be blocked from that. If my music could change your life, how music has changed my life, then and I never paid for none of that shit. I don't know. No. I can't name it. I reasonable doubt, which was a big game changer for me. I got hit to that because my cousin gave me his Xbox and it was already downloaded on there. Oh uh, shit, that's an the, album to have on your <laughs> bruh. 
That's an awesome crazy. place to have it. <laughs> right? Oh, listen, bro. You playing uh, Batman Arkham Asylum, nigga? To reasonable Jay-Z doubt? Reasonable can doubt. I live? Can I live? <laughs> da, what da, da. Can yeah, I live? Yeah, yeah like. Oh, that shit go pre- crazy, oh, man. Yeah, Brooklyn's finest. Yeah. Brooklyn, the 22, too. Come yeah, on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because of that, I'll, I go by William at work. <laughs> man. Like, no bullshit. That's really why. I yeah, sorry about that collective. That. Whoa, when you said Big Chickens, <laughs> it's just refreshing to hear somebody from Columbus just saying, oh, yeah, Big Chickens. Well, I, that's a big thing, too. Uh, like, a lot of my love and taste for music expanded because mm-hmm. of my friends. So, and that was a big thing about expanding my social influence was that I'm not going to be able to reach everybody one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So just like, but also how close people are connected. So like you guys, I'm doing Awaken Soul, Awaken Soul podcast mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. later in the month. But the fact yeah. that, you know, you know him, that's the connectivity. We're part, we're part of the network. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So, media. Media. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is a Brace Media podcast. With that right, being right. said, maybe you, if you wasn't feeling me, like, man, I don't know about this dude's guy, but he was on Awaken Soul. You feel me? So, mm-hmm. and that how mm-hmm. Chance the Rapper, I used to hate Chance the Rapper. When it first came out, I was like, but it's whack. And, Word. and listen, I was like, this white. I don't understand nothing. This motherfucker saying, yeah, but then my homie kept playing and kept playing the same way with Boss. I was like, this shit white. A lot of people who I end up loving at first, I'm like, this shit white. Until I really get, <laughs> so I just get drilled in my head. Yeah. My homie Cooper's drilled. Mick Jenkins, bro. I actually like Mick Jenkins from Jump. I, mm-hmm. But he, my homie Coop put me on Chance, Mick Jenkins, mm-hmm. Boss. He he expanded. Shout out City Views, bro. He expanded a lot of my views just because he's a guy who's a little bit from everywhere. You know, he grew up in LA. He was about 15, moved right. to Atlanta. Then we went to school in Kentucky together, um, and then now he lives in New York, and he's doing his shitty used clothing line, and it's really fire. But so, like I said, just expanding my horizons, and that's why I'm hip to it, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to school with a bunch yeah. of niggas from Georgia, and so, you know, when we got down, like, Pluto, they was bumping all that shit, and Migos. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I came back to Columbus, and I'm like, da 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 and they're like, we don't know what that is. Right. You know, come back for winter break. Oh, my God, how you? I was like, bro, I've been listening to Pluto all summer. I'm sorry, like, I'm, I'm pluto out. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> I feel you. I went to school up near Cleveland, came back with Kid Cuddy. He laughed at me. <laughs> yeah, I swear, it was trash, nigga. Maui, Wowie. Like, it was just the cut you had. Him and uh, the group of friends made the me go get was, my phone just to play that song, the, just so they could laugh The at problem me. was, what we were listening to at the time was, like, Young Jeezy, Gorilla Zoe, um... Shardy Low, like it was, yeah. you know what I mean. OJ the Juice Man, Gucci, <laughs> like nobody was listening to Cuddy. You know what I'm saying? So I come back with Cuddy and get clouded, but yeah. not everybody. Yeah, so but I'm, yeah, nah, now Cuddy the Goat. I, what I hate yeah. is that when yeah. niggas are actually like amazing, and I, I can't speak on Cuddy, but there's like there's instances where niggas are actually amazing and niggas dog them, and then everybody mm-hmm. hop on the hype train and they start sucking. Or they just age yeah, out. Yeah. Like, nigga, like, bro, mm-hmm. I've dropped four classic albums that y'all all thought was, sh- you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. shitty. Now, the my first commercial success is the shit that's trash as fuck to, like, all the day one niggas. Right, you right. feel me? So, it's yeah. like, I'm hoping to always retain. I hate to say that day one feel because you grow and you change. But I definitely, that's the big thing about working with Jesse. Like, I always, I think that he's growing and I trust that he's growing. So, nothing's ever going to sound the same. Mm. But just even still... Excuse me. Being in that pocket, like I said, the first song I dropped that really let me know I could do it. I did my first show, and I did all these other songs that were kind of hyped. But I did a song called Classic, and that shit was just do 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 do. If you listen to the other uh, Still a Classic, that's actually part two because there's okay. a first song called Classic, and um, I said some shit like Jelly in the Pistol. You'd be lucky if it would jam like mm. cops a. Uh, <laughs> Something with turkey and the cops are no good ham. I was on that motherfucker fooling. Mm. And niggas is just off that yes. just, just that hard 90s. Just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And so with Jesse, his music is evolving. It doesn't necessarily... It sounds like hip-hop, but it definitely has a different spin on it. So it's not just 
strictly like Joey Badass East Coast. That's that's it, the feel yeah. like I got with the first song. I'm like, oh shit, this is like nineties hip, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it would then be it's Jordan right, man. right. Yeah. Then it like switched up and evolved. Like, oh, okay, yeah, no, so yeah, yeah, definitely that's the, the thing. Mm-hmm. And but it's all by one guy. See, for me, the, it it sits it meshes well because it's all from mm-hmm. one place. Mm-hmm. But they're so different for the most part. A lot of it just sounds a lot different. My favorite beat probably on there is probably the very last beat. Like I said, um, the hood is our home, bro. Like that shit is, that beat to me just sounds like like a movie or something. Like the end. Like nigga, when I said that, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and the devil ain't playing so the God I keep praying. Like when that song, like when the beat dropped, I was like, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Sensational. Sensational. <laughs> Sensational. So um, where did you where did you get that concept? Did we ask you that? Where did you get that concept for the album from? Or was y'all like just chopping up like, oh, we should do it like this? You know what I mean? Well, like I said, man, um, in terms of the Somewhere Out South, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it was, it's only, I think it's only, initially I thought the follow-up to, uh, to be honest, Growing Pains was going to be a song, was going to be a project called Heaven, Hell, and Highways. And I was just talking about Journey. Um, mm. But like I said, after I started making the project, the initial name was Somewhere Out South. Then I switched it to Son of the South, uh, which is the name of the first song. It's Son of the South. Now the first song is called Son of the South. Uh, and then I just like, yeah, so somewhere else South, bro, that's what I'm going to stick with. So it's cool. The great thing about my team is they allow me a lot of creative freedom and they back me on a lot of shit. Like when it's whack, it's whack. And then, but they allow me to really go through the writing process mm-hmm. and kind of bring them what it is that mm-hmm. I want to do. And it's like, all right, how can we execute it? You know, their big thing is we can only execute as much as what you create. So that's the big thing with my team. It's not necessarily giving me a direction to kind of let me do my thing as an artist and be like, okay, you know, this is what we're going to do. But then turn around, it's like, they know they trust me enough to be like, all right, this nigga going to do some dope shit. Mm-hmm. So all we got to do now is come through and facilitate it and make sure that it goes good and stuff like that. So that's a big thing. Like Bardo, uh, he got the fucking, the confess set for himself. And he's like, nah, this is about to be a Bruce set. This is going to be a blatant mm-hmm. set. So he's bringing me Tree Mandela and Chief Third Baseman up, um, and so Tree Mandela is such a hard day. If you're, <laughs> and somebody else put me on him. Um, I can't remember who though, but that's a name I keep hearing. Yeah, no, he's definitely a guy, man. That's on the rise, and uh, like a he like a brother to me for for. I was gonna say a little brother, but I don't want to do him like that because people like. But like, Wait, legit, you we dope? Yeah, yeah, but it's, mm-hmm. but like legit. Uh, I remember going to see him, hearing him rap. He gave me like guys there was a shot vibe, and I was super geeked about that. I'm like, I'm like, well, where is he from? There's like the South Side. I said, another <laughs> South Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm like, hey, he's from the South Side. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, uh, initially, like I said, how me and him really, really got close was uh, from my side dropped. He said, my nigga, like, he said, that shit hit. He said, I can tell you from the South Side when I heard that shit. He said, it made me feel how it would be. You know what I'm saying? So I took that around the old hood and niggas was like, yo, this is what it's like. That's the feeling. That's the that's the vibe, nigga. Like, mm. you feel me? So, me and him, from that, you know, earned his respect like that and then just like, like I said, from there, man, you know, we just start working together. Uh, he did the brew house and absolutely killed it. A couple months later, we asked him to come join Blatant and so, like I said, he joined the Blatant roster and... Uh, Who's all on the... So, Blatant is comprised of uh, Bardo Jones, who's the founder, um, mm-hmm. Rachel Renee, um, who is an amazing artist. Uh, I actually got, just re- well, cause she's been a, a supporter of the show. Yeah, and that's what like, I'm saying. Since like, day one. Yeah, and that's what she said when I told her I was doing y'all's podcast. She's like, "Yo, that's big." Like, I'm like, first she's like, "Yeah, that's big." Like, these guys are like legit. Like, these guys are 
They do their shit. Like, this is going to be, you going to have to, because she knows, like, I'm an avid podcaster. Like, I go mm-hmm. up on podcasts. That's what I do. That's part yeah. of me. And so she's like, but you're going to enjoy the experience you have. And she was right. Uh, so Rachel Renee. Hey, um, shout out to Rachel. Appreciate it. Yeah, so who's an amazing artist, but also just in terms of, like, production and legal. She's she very, killed that cypher. Yeah, she's very seasoned because she's been doing it a long time, but she's also very knowledgeable. A lot of people will be seasoned but have been doing the same dumb shit for, you know what I'm saying? Hers is like trial and error. This will work. This didn't, didn't work. You feel me? And she's kind of what I would I would say kind of is like our, like in a, in a thing full of just artists who just always want to be artsy and stuff like that. She's kind of like the, the common sense to an extent. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. That sounds great. But, you know, <laughs> what you mean? It's like, no, but really like, uh-huh. so you're just not going to get paid for that? Well, the way I'm going to get, but really you're just not going to get paid because you don't have any legal. you got to have somebody like, like that in your yeah, team. You, you know? need people yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, her and Bardo kind of, um, you know, they those two are part of Blatant. Um, and then we got Tree Mandela, uh, who's amazing. And then we got Chief Third Baseman. Um, that's a dope-ass name. Yeah, that's <laughs> hard. <laughs> Dame, he's an amazing artist. Uh, and then me. So, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's crazy. And that's, like I said, playing your role in terms of just uh, my big thing is kind of being the guy that, you know, hopefully I, I do enough really dope shit, open enough people's eyes, and then be able to go back and be like, yo, this is the way. Not mm-hmm. necessarily that you got to mm-hmm. do it exactly how I did it, but at least if I give you a blueprint, you don't got to do shit the same way I right. did it. You feel me? Which is weird because me being so much newer, it's almost like, nigga, you trying to make a blueprint, but niggas have been doing it for years and years and years. But at the same time, it's like, exactly. You see right. where I'm at. Right. Now I've been doing it for two years. You've been doing it for 11. Right. Mm. And I'm not going to pretend like I don't make mistakes because I've definitely oh. fucked a lot yeah. of shit up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But in terms of just like, the acceleration and the growth that God has uh, allowed me to move with. Um, you know, I was talking about hunger. She said, you get frustrated sometimes, but you got to realize, like, you live in people's year five goals. Like, you, mm-hmm. the, when you're moving, the way you're moving, you assume, Trip Fontaine, me and him have a great conversation about. Yeah. Shout out to Trip Fontaine. Yeah. He, yeah, amazing. And me and him had a conversation. She said, sometimes you got to stop thinking with your talent because mm. talent doesn't factor in things like time situational things like that you'll literally step in a room like i can outrep all of these guys and you may mm-hmm. but you don't know the relationships they've incurred you don't know mm-hmm. the situation in terms of well we didn't want this type of artist this time we wanted that and mm-hmm. so, you feel me so it's like stop thinking with your talent and really open your eyes to what's going on around you and so for me it's mm-hmm. like all right bet when i thought like that and then rachel came out she's like bro like there's niggas on year five who aren't doing what you're doing so she said and it's mm-hmm. scary and it's hard sometimes for me because then sometimes i feel like I got this. I'm da da da. But then sometimes I'm like, oh shit, this is coming so motherfucking fast. You feel me? And that's a conversation me and her always have. Because it's like somebody comes to me like, oh, this motherfucker know what he's talking about. He must have been mm-hmm. doing this for a long time. Here's a bunch of shit for me to put on your lap. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm new. I'm new. I'm new. I'm new. Hey, hey. It's like Patrick Mahomes. Like, where the fuck does that nigga go from here? Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, you threw 50 touchdowns your second year. If right. you don't throw 55, right. nigga, you're buttons. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Your draft stock go down. Yeah, like, nigga, you not. Hmm. Damn, that's. That's deep as shit. That really just hit yeah. home for real. Man. And shout out to Trip Fontaine because I just seen a video of him uh, freestyling with Ben. And uh, like the band switched tempos and everything and he went with it. Shit was hard. Oh yeah, no, Trip is, is amazing. What he's doing with Native Tones, which uh, mm-hmm. shout out to Native Tones because by the time this comes out, you're, I'm still, go- I'm going. you're still probably <laughs> it's a Wednesday, right? You know what I'm it's, uh, it's a Wednesday at the Big Bar Room and he's having the Dreamville Artist Omen. Mm-hmm. And then when you, you told me that, yeah. I've been listening to Omen. Back. I didn't know that. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be Omen, Cassius Keys, Elijah Banks. So go ahead and go mm-hmm. make sure that you, you get your ass out there. 
Is that the, oh, that's what Keys are just promoting on uh, yeah. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. The $20 yeah. tickets? Yeah. 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 Well worth it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I've oh. seen Trip Montaigne <laughs> as somebody no who, like, you know, I could look up to and, and call kind of like a mentor um, and just guide me in, in certain shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And sat down a couple times and it's like, yo, you know, some shit that I was feeling, you know, he kind of alleviated and some shit. Also, I was feeling the affirmed, like, you know, me and him had a conversation. I was like, maybe am I being too aggressive? I'm, he said, no, nah, you always protect what's yours. Mm. You feel me? He said, you always do that. He said, just, but you've got to have those conversations first. You got to, you can't just attack people. Mm. <laughs> once, you realize, once you realize this, that some shit ain't right, you got everything within your right. Do you know what I'm saying? And like mm-hmm. I said, the thing about not thinking with your talent, um, about, you know, me and him had a conversation at the time that I took like, what the fuck? Where he was like, yeah, man, you know, because I want to move out of this stage so that way y'all can have the stage. I'm like, nigga, what? Me and you just mm-hmm. battled in the park for three rounds. Like, nigga, I'm just as good as you. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. But what he was saying was, nigga, like, situationally, nigga, like, this is where you should be at appropriately. This is the type of shows you should be doing. Mm-hmm. And then he went on to, like, really not launch Native Tongues and then really went on to take off. And then I could see what he's talking about. Like, yo, mm-hmm. I'm going out to Cuba for us. Yeah, I don't I need to be, I don't, I don't need to be hogging up your spotlight. I'm in Cuba. I'm good. Mm-hmm. We're going on tour. Mm-hmm. I'm good. These are the grounds that you... And so that's the same thing with me. Like, I only want to be in this position as long as I have to be. And not talking about elevating to leave, but elevating so that other people can have a shot. Too many people just want to sit in the seat and mm-hmm. just smother it. And it's like, you get tired and get old. And that's... Columbus get tired. Like, nigga, if we did have a Columbus artist, would they be mature enough to know, okay, now it's time to move on to taking over Ohio. Or it's time mm-hmm. to move on to... You get a lot of motherfuckers who get hot on one side of town and then want to always dominate and rule that platform and it's like mm. my nigga if I see you on the show again yeah <laughs> and that's how I used to be bro like, yeah, as yeah. a newcomer it's like nigga mm. you're always on this show and that right. show will be perfect for my career right get your motherfucking ass I know I can do your set in my mind cause I know when you're going to say this yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you did you it the last two motherfucking years <laughs> yeah, right you already right. put your phone out early <laughs> yeah I know what you about to do well, yeah, being yeah. new is tough it's a, it's mm. a balance between humility and hunger because on the one hand, you got to be hungry to push yourself, mm-hmm. but you also got to be humble because you not think it's a lot of shit I thought I was prepared for and wasn't. And now that I'm in that situation, I get how unprepared I was. And just lucky enough, I didn't cut my nose off to spite my face or spoil relationships. Like, I could have easily been like, Trip, you motherfucking tripping, nigga. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have been able to sit down and have the conversations that we've been having. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, certain people that at the time, I'm like, bro, you full of bullshit. I can't fuck with you. It's now the same people that I'm sitting down and having conversations with. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing a different perspective and seeing a different light. So that's the thing about... Like I said, once again, about growing as a person, doing the man work. That's another trip thing. It's like, yo, as an artist, you got to do the man or the woman work of yourself. That's how you grow as an artist. It's not that your pen necessarily is going to get substantially better. It will, and you'll learn new flows and stuff like that. But it's the internal character of who you are that really is deciding, like, okay, this nigga going to make it. Or this is the, like, J. Cole. He was one nigga, and then that mm-hmm. nigga just... Mm-hmm. Dropped um, Forest Hill Drive and it's like, yo, this is completely different. He don't even look the same, bro. I was watching uh, Who That and that nigga looked yeah. weird, hat to the, the side fade. with the gold <laughs> chain, nigga. Now it's like, you know, some people are like, nigga, it's overboard. Like, we get it. You love those J's. Like, you don't. But now he rocking Puma, so you feel me? Mm-hmm. He been, now, now he done did another shit for us. Like, I seen right. that GQ magazine, I seen them. Oh, with the suits and the slip. Yeah. I said, oh, my homie said, that's working. Lie. Stops. I said, yeah. oh. <laughs> I told, I told, uh, I was talking to the shorty at the time. I said, if you see me in a pair of those, I've went too far. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Like, uh, like if you love me, you'll stop me. <laughs> just tell me don't put these shits on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. stop me because it's right. too late. Right. And you see me like, I'm going to put these. Yeah, right. like, then you, we need to sit down. I can't go to that photo shoot. Yeah, period. And I probably need to sit, step away from the mic because I don't know what I'm going to say on there. Got the burks on my feet. It's <laughs> time for me and Jesus to meet as one because I am God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, and Jesus like, Christ. <laughs> I told you let that nigga put on some burger stocks. He's going to think he was Jesus, dog. Yeah, that yeah. Nigga. Right, right. Have you actually get him to the Greek? No. Okay, never mind. The the uh, was it the white African space crust? I remember that. No, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. Great movie. I just yeah. I just watched it. That's why that came to mind. I, was, I ain't seen that shit since it came out. Well, it was on Hilarious. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good movie to try. Right. But um, damn, I forgot what's going with that. Mm. What minute are we at? Oh man, we we better yeah. run. We had like a forty-five hour forty-five. I was like, you said forty-five at first. I'm like, nigga, what? We had an hour forty-five. Yeah. Well, because like, cause remember, I stopped it, and then we started. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, so, hour 45 includes, like, when we was fucking around. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of that. Okay. <laughs> there's a lot of that. All right. Baby. But, um, chill. <laughs> but, no, this has been, this has been great. Mm-hmm. This is great. Yeah. But, I don't want to go too long, so, um, I never know how to close the show. So, like, as a, a platform <laughs> that we just started. I'm thirsty. I'm um, my phone, y'all. What can we do to help further, like, artists' careers and provide a platform to actually, like, assist? I think you guys did, did something that a lot of people don't do. And that's, um, you know, when I reached out to you guys. Uh, you very guys professional, were, too. Very, very early. Very, very recent. Yeah, because what happened was last year I did a podcast run. And we did, like, shit, I probably did, like, 11, maybe 15 podcasts last year. Damn. And, um... Damn, y'all got juice? No, it's water. Oh, that looked pink. I said, these niggas got lemonade. Can I have a scotch share of that water? Yeah. Uh, but, Shout you know, we got a we got a mutually uh, as out. Oh, I'm about to say, I'm going to wait to the water now. Yeah. <laughs> Britta, so thank you. But I think mutually, uh, there has to be a mutual thing with an artist. And that's a big thing that I'm pushing. It's like, yo, artists, you got to get out here and market yourself better and not just think that amongst your friends being the hottest shit matters and then as outlets uh, and places that can pub artists and stuff like that then I mean you know my big thing is just give people chances and, and be looking and recruiting and searching I think that's the big disconnect is artists and infrastructure a lot of people are like um, they just don't want to do the work like but you got this great infrastructure but you keep putting the same motherfuckers on <laughs> or you're a fire ass artist bro but you don't never do nothing to step out of your circle you feel me Man. I've been a lot of places scared in a motherfucker when I did the Lincoln Theater I'm like I don't know how these motherfuckers are gonna react you know, I did Avenue for All on Parsons, man, out on the south side. Nervous than a bitch, don't know how these niggas. And while that's a scary feeling and you may not get what you want, it's even better. Like, when I seen everybody's hands in there, it was about 120 people at the Lincoln, bro, because we was doing mm-hmm. the on-stage. We were yeah. doing, like, the on-stage experience. Yeah. And they all put their hands in there with rock with me. That was amazing. Because as an artist, that's all you really want is people to rock with you and be receptive. When I do from my side, I feel, like, amazing because everybody be into that shit. But people were scared to give that up or risk that, you feel me, to, you know, be uncomfortable. Niggas are like, I'd rather just have my same 10 niggas jumping at the show and stuff like that. Right. But then you guys end up, because they don't have the spending power. Your friends literally can't support your music career. I mean, not like how you want. They can support you. Mm-hmm. But how many shirts are they going to buy? Not enough to make you rich. Right, you right. feel me? So mm-hmm. it's like, that's where artists got to integrate themselves in the community and really look at Columbus for what it is, man. It's the 14th largest city. Um just right here and just like the metropolitan area we got two million people alone you feel me so that's just like imagine if each Jesus. imagine if you cut this in half because half those people are kids and old people are right. mm-hmm. cut that in half to a million if everybody gave you two dollars a year two million dollars 
people don't see that money. People right. think, oh man, you know, mm-hmm. and that's a very you know skewed what's name, but that's how I look at it. Right. You mm-hmm. feel me? So it's like most people are like that's it's never gonna happen in Columbus. Why can't it? When people come to Columbus to start whole businesses, yeah. Oh, so, oh, yeah. It's a big a test market, mm-hmm. and it's a yeah. It's a to me, I want Columbus to be the next gateway in the Midwest in terms of like Philly's had it a couple times, Detroit, Chicago, mm-hmm. St. Mm-hmm. Louis is experiencing it right yeah. now. I want niggas Cleveland. You know, I want Cincinnati high for a little bit. I want niggas to come to Columbus because I think that's where the power is. If we can have, uh, you know, what I'm trying to be personally is the artist that brings that attention to Columbus and then help that spawn a lot of people's careers. It was like Chance was part of that. Chief yeah. Keith had its own mm-hmm. way, but then Chance mm-hmm. showed up and then that gave people like No Name, Saba, Mick Jenkins, like they gave them a whole yeah. platform. Amazing artist. Right. Mm-hmm. I everyone you just named. Shout out to No Name, man. That's my and that's what we try to get to. Her, Saba, and um, her, Saba, and uh, Smino got a song, and that shit has hard been a bitch. Mm-hmm. Some, some with the team, get it popping on that. Oh, he's uh, in my lobby. Yeah, yeah. He's in the lobby. Yeah. Hey, you say, fuck is you saying? Can't understand. Oh, I played Smino for my grandpa, and that nigga was like, turn this African shit off. I said, he's from St. Louis. Yeah, what the what? fuck is that song called, fuck man? Is you, I'm not fuck him. is you I'm, saying? Yeah! yeah. But, man, but, um, that's damn, off a of no-name album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, nah, I think you guys will definitely get there because you guys are doing your part in terms of being a quality podcast that handles themselves in a quality way. Uh, like I said, when I when I hit you up, and was like, hey, this is what I want to do. You was like, okay, we can do that. Schedule it like this. You got it flexible. And y'all was also like, but we need time. You know, that's a big thing mm-hmm. I learned about podcasts and anything really to make it happen. It takes months and months out. So when niggas thought that I was done, like, oh, yeah, we ain't seen Deuce in six months. And we usually always see him on the stage. I was like, it's not about the volume as much as it is the value mm-hmm. of shit you're doing. So I stopped, paused. I was like, I want to get not only really dope pod or get podcast, period. I want to get really dope podcasts because mm-hmm. this right here is the lifeblood of my project. Like, once my project comes out, it's out. And like mm-hmm. all the mm-hmm. like that—that's a one-time thing. Like, mm-hmm. go get the project now. Right, right. When right. you when you tune into my page and you like, yo, I like that podcast, and you mm-hmm. talking about the project. I didn't hear, it. I didn't know about it initially. Let me go back and listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just a mutual relationship that artists have in places like New York and California that we got to build here in Columbus. But you guys are doing a great job. Uh, pioneering the way the network that you guys got with Awaken Soul. I'm excited. Well, who else is on that network? I want a motherfucking uh, shout out to Technical Foul. You got like seven, eight. I think. Is it? Oh shit! I think, I think July. I'm gonna have to go ahead and just yeah, do the yeah, do y'all yeah, circuit. Yeah, yeah. Real, real. And we we across the Midwest, so yeah, yeah. We, we have shout out to everybody on the Brace Media. A few screws loose. Uh, technical Foul, Oversaturated. Who I swear just are like yeah, <laughs> us, yeah, but yeah. older versions. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, it looks like I'm gonna be on a you know a breaks medium motherfucking yeah, press yeah. run on its own. Like July, here we go. Talking to the right person with CEO Hayes, man. He gonna, yeah, we said me and him are gonna sit down uh, later this week um, and do an interview. I think we're doing one. Uh, I hate to say it, I don't want to confuse people when they listen to us. But oh, it's coming out the hat. Right, right, right. Of course, we're recording this in advance of the project right. actually really dropping. But um, I, I can always make edits. Yeah, yeah, but I don't even. Yeah, I listen. I used to do. I went to school for this shit, so like. I know what it's like to have to come back and fix shit. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm very thank aware you. of how fucking... I had to... Just recently, I had to take all the... Uh, I had to reverse all the songs 
uh, reverse all the cuss words in my songs. So I had clean edits for the uh, oh, for for my shit. shows. Like when mm. I was doing these like what's name festivals and stuff. Yeah. I said if I say fuck or nigga one more motherfucking yeah. time, bro, I, I hate I'm listening to frustrated. Song. I can't imagine trying to pick that. Up, you know what I mean? And then having fuck. to go back and right. fuck, and then you got to catch it. Fuck, and then you yeah. got to hear fuck fifteen times. <laughs> to make sure you and get then it don't, just don't right. right. Fucking nigga, oh my god, that was a nightmare. Fucking nigga, nigga. Whole like, song. fucking nigga, <laughs> yeah. fucking nigga, and then uh, the, I was over at Rachel's house editing it. So all you see, I'm saying her family. Families of you know cool mm-hmm. white Jewish family and it's like all year it's fucking nigga fucking nigga <laughs> fucking nigga <laughs> fucking nigga. Uh, fucking nigga. I probably should say the whole song. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I probably should be deep. Yeah, right, right, right. So I can get it flipped and what's name. So yeah, bro, I understand that. But yeah, uh, sitting down with with uh, Hayes, that shit. Or do I got come CEO Hayes? Nah, nah, nah. that's just we, we did we did the we phone. Top. We call top dog for real. We yeah, did too. the we did the phone interview and I'm excited to do the in person interview. So that shit oh. is gonna be amazing. Like I said, just. The podcast that I chose to do throughout this month of June uh, in relation to the project, um, I, I really wanted quality. I wanted to work with people who I know um, took this very serious because this, for me, is a representation of Columbus. I'm hoping that, or not hoping, I'm knowing what, what this project is going to do is it's going to shine light on whatever it is I'm doing. So then I want people to turn around and I want my uh, peers in the community that I've accumulated on IG to be like, okay. We, we see he raps, mm-hmm. now he mm-hmm. doing a podcast. And they listen and be like, oh, I fuck with this podcast even when he not on it. I want to hear it mm-hmm. next week. That, that's mm-hmm. really what's been that's that's really the, the mutual, story of... Honestly, that's yeah. the mutual kind of relationship that we as artists have to have with, you know, the institutions and the people that... Cause I feel like we just don't have enough press. Mm-hmm. Or we don't utilize the press enough, you know. We don't utilize the local magazines and the local podcasts. That's all. That's how you build a culture. Like, New York has a great culture because it has everything. It has mm-hmm. music. It has mm-hmm. the podcast that goes on. It has the radio. So, like, for us, it's like, we got to create that. And so, people got to step out of their shells and, yeah. It's perfect place to do it. Right. Because we step out of ours, for sure. I know I am every time, like, I turn on mic one. This is because I'm super introverted. Mm-hmm. And I have many panic attacks right before the show starts. So, it's so like, we... Up until my phone rang, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And that's really like every time we interview because this is yeah. difficult for real. It gotta be like that. When I perform, I get nervous and shit right before. Like, am I gonna remember the words? Am I gonna... Yeah. Yeah. And you get out there and that energy gets you and then you be like, alright, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm By good. the time we do the AKAs, we're like, okay, cool, we in this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know that, okay, we nervous, <laughs> we out of my comfort zone. I think you dropped your phone. Oh, well, yeah, I did. But I about to say, and then the shorty, last shorty I was talking to, um, She's like, I, I like doing podcasts because she's like, every time you talk, it's like you being interviewed. She said, I'll ask you a simple question. Mm-hmm. And you, you'll talk to me. And she'd be like, I was like, is that bother you? She's like, no, it's cool. I mean, you're articulate. You know, yeah, I like listening articulate. to you talk. Oh, man. Yeah. But she's like, everything with you is like a microphone is right here. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. It's like, why, why this bitch on your phone? Like, listen, baby. What happened? <laughs> this is very political. Because my community right. <laughs> needs me. To do what I gotta do. That's why I'm watching this porn right now. I'm watching, I'm watching this porn because it's a bigger epidemic on the community. But first, you yeah. gotta be in it to right. know how to be of it, right. of not certainty. <laughs> and that's why I'm watching this porn right, right now. The white man. <laughs> white man. It's a lack of yeah. black penises in our porn oh, media. And the porn media, the way it portrays our women as thugs and hoes, right. they don't they don't, don't get these roles to white women. Right. They get to be housewives and right. fighting for our people. Right. Now shut the door. Yeah, let me finish. That's funny. You started out with porn, but it ended with porn. porn. <laughs> That's good. That's crazy, man. 
Anything yeah. you want to leave the people with? Because I know we probably on that yeah, two-hour your, mark. Oh, yeah. We, we we have a good time. What's your, so what's your social media handle? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that, shit said, that shit at the beginning. <laughs> now <laughs> niggas get to this part, nigga, they probably going to try to buy some shit because you didn't listen <laughs> yeah. to it. Hell yeah. Um, uh, so my social media handle uh, on Instagram, at no room to fail. So no room, the letter to fail, all one word. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, well, I just want to leave people with, man. My name is Deuce. That's Dream Under Every Circumstance Existing. Um, just want people to know it's possible. It's possible. The platforms that we're given as artists, we need to utilize them. You feel me? Especially if we're going to do good. Um, and I just want to uh, create a new wave in Columbus. I, you know, want to create a new culture in Columbus or, or build on the culture that already exists, like really solidify it. I think it's been building, building, building. So I can't claim that I'm an architect of the necess- necessarily the culture. But I want to solidify. I want to be the nigga mm-hmm. that was like, all right, we put it in the motherfucking fire and it came out mm-hmm. steel. Like, this mm-hmm. shit is ready. Right, right. You know, I want to be on that wave. So that's why, you know, I hope other artists hop on that wave with me. It'd be amazing. Yeah, well, should we here? Yeah, we here like a motherfucker. You said we here. Like <laughs> <laughs> you said we pioneering. I feel like, oh, wait a second. What? Oh, man. <laughs> you got anything you want to leave the people with? Um, get that Oreo change in your car. It's <laughs> down bad if you don't. What about you? <laughs> also check out your serpentine belt. There. Whenever while you're getting your oil changed because there. they're not just trying to sell you a hundred and sixty something dollars. You actually really do need it. It depends if you trust the mechanic or not. I don't trust the niggas, man. I don't know. I'm I'm to the point now where have you heard my car? But niggas, I feel like they be trying to set you up. You need this oil, but your hubcap also fell off. I don't know if you want that back on. <laughs> but your tire flat as well. You know what I mean? So you need that air. That's gonna be extra thirty dollars. And I'm yeah. like, yo, can I, do I got time? Can I drive on that? I'm like, yeah, you can. Like, what the fuck, bro? But so, no, the serpent yeah. belt. You need that because that's the reason my car not do 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 bad. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I had my e brake fall all the way off a couple months ago. So what happens when I hate when. Mechanics, and I've never had a car, but part of the reason why is because I feel like you send your car to a mechanic and be more fucked up when you get not discover fucked up, fucked up like nigga. My mirror was cool before right. I sent it to you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. niggas be in there doing some shit and breaking right, mirror right. like dancing at my What was you listening to? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, Dude, what the fuck shit. was you doing in my interior all fucked up and shit? Like, uh, why was you stop. in here? Yeah. <laughs> is that a cigarette? Yeah. <laughs> I've been like, I, I could be a poster for you. So what the like, fuck was you mean? Yeah, come charge me more. Hell yeah, See one lady do that shit off of Morris Road. She literally got her car from I forget what the fuck name was, but she pulled out. I went in. Her car stopped in the middle of Morris Road. She came in crying. What did y'all do to my car? Like in tears, bro. It'll be shit like, bro, when they tell you like when your car stopped, but what you brought your car in for was windshield wipers. Like what the fuck? Uh (laughs) Like the circuit fucked up, and we gonna have to. Right. Your car will break down right after you fill it up and clean it? Yeah, it happens like that anytime. My no, car my car was always, the cars I've always driven have always been like low-key death traps and fucked up. <laughs> so, so it was never like, no, oh my God, you let me down. Like every day was like a hope and prayer because it was like oh, man. shit. Man. Like I remember we had a car that you had there. We had this Jeep. You had to use the bungee cord to keep the door shut. And I remember hitting, uh, was kicking it with my homie and we went up on court right. And I made a right off of Livingston on the court, right? And the door swung open. They almost flew out that Shit. bitch. I said, yeah, yeah cause, oh! <laughs> I would never drive again. Dog. And so, no, it's a lot. I was making a left off court, right? But that shit swung. And right. the door popped up. And I said, I bet your heart. Nigga, what? Oh my God. You know what's like, scary was I'm surprised the car didn't wreck because I grabbed the wheel to brace myself. <laughs> so, so, I'm the car in the so I said, so I said, it. yeah, I said, Oh, and I think that's what got me, bro. Like, the car caught up to my uh, body. Cause I was like, shit. oh, oh! <laughs> Should I go to roller coaster? Yeah. 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 My nigga was like, what the 
fuck, you bro. Have, yeah, so, yeah, that's always been like that. Having to have bottles of water in the back of the car. I remember my uh, my ex's sister was like, "Hey, we got some Dasani. We also got some Nestle's. Which one you want for your car?" I'm like, "Bro, uh, <laughs> Dasani, please. <laughs> <laughs> keep I'm, it a gallon." <laughs> man, I already know. But yeah, keep a gallon of water in your car because it's it's hot out. Man, it's getting hotter, my nigga. And don't drink coffee. Keep a gallon of water in your car, not your kids. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Like <laughs> <laughs> Title of the episode. Hell <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, oh, but about that shit. The, the awkward handshake. The awkward handshake. The okay then, and then y'all walk the same direction. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, people really think we a big deal. That's crazy to me. Man. You as big as what you think, bro. The only problem is just, when you think you're bigger than what you are. So I'm off. Shout out Ray Cash. I'm a pimp in my own mind. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> And, it, and as long oh, as God. that's good enough for you, the problem is yeah. you're trying to convince other motherfuckers you're a pimp yeah. and it's not adding up. <laughs> if you are pimping your own mind and you can make the world, yeah, yeah. name revolve around you like that, then you mm-hmm. pimped yourself, nigga. You did it. Like, right, you, right. But nigga, don't try to convince me you're a pimp mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. still got to pay child support and all that other shit. Nah, you're not nigga. About it, nigga. Nah. You can go out by the <laughs> system. You, like, you break even? Oh, God. <laughs> I had somebody who was married. I'm not going to say who, but who was married for like, Fucking twenty years telling me mob. I'm like, ma, what? The nigga wow. said money over bitches. I yeah, said you give your money to. Like, they they take fifty percent. Not even that. You give. All, I know for a fact she takes your check. Like, <laughs> oh no! Oh. You get an allowance, nigga. Like, oh, nigga, money over bitch. You're not allowed to say that. <laughs> you should keep that to yourself. She is. Right. <laughs> She are the city girl shit. <laughs> Facts, nigga. Before city girls, nigga, like fuck the nigga take his check. Oh right? god, bro, that's crazy. So when that nigga said that to me, he said it's so cool. He said, yeah, bro, because as long as you know, why you young, bro, it's mob. I'm like mobbing on niggas, like he want to know some <laughs> She said money that's over bitches. I said, yeah, I. <laughs> that's like Magic Johnson talking about safe sex. Like, like yeah, nigga, you failed, nigga. To like, <laughs> you failed, nigga. Like, right. Who are you talking to? Nigga, I know you. <laughs> I know you, nigga. You're famous for, like, not having sex. Right. Nigga, you, who are you talking about? Oh, oh yeah, no. before I forget what I was supposed to say at the beginning of the show. Oh, yeah, you got it. Um, the, Col- the first ever, first annual Columbus, Ohio podcast award is coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're what not, is that? Uh, that is... I should probably get my... Why are you doing that? Shout out to Nerd. Uh, if you go there, you get a percentage off. I don't know the exact percentage. Oh, shout out to Twan Rap. Is that about to say he's sponsoring? Yeah, that? Oh, exactly. yeah. Twan, that nigga is a fire-ass rapper and a hustling-ass nigga. Oh, my yeah, God, yeah, yeah. bruh. <laughs> Very professional. I, I, asked Twan was he, I asked Twan was he Jesus Christ because, you know, that nigga also is a carpenter. So I'm like, if we, if we in this motherfucking club and you really are Jesus, Twan, I'm going to be pissed. No, I said, some, I said yeah. some disrespectful shit. <laughs> But you a carpenter, my nigga. Mm-hmm. You good at heart and shit. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker is yeah, Jesus. Yeah. You ain't telling me something. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I see him in a white and gold nerd shirt. I just handed some water. Just slide some water like, turn that. Yeah. <laughs> that like, nigga, like, yeah, bro. You can hand this nigga your cup, bro. It's wine when you get it back like, yeah, all right. Oh, <laughs> that nigga always able to always able to feed you and shit. How the fuck did you turn that one sandwich into a? Oh god, bro! Is that a party party? Yeah, that nigga that flipped one patty on the grill and fed everybody. Nigga, it's the same. Cut scene. Give him a sandwich. Yes. Give him a sandwich. You cooking the bitches one at a time. Oh, nigga, like it's the same patty, my nigga. Shout out to all rap. Shout out to all <laughs> But yeah, what's the date? What's the date? I mean, I get a trophy too since you would, I get like, you know how niggas get, hey, the writers for the Grammy get a trophy too, nigga. Like, right, I, right. Like, I mean, right. we'll let you mob on stage with us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
And that's the, up, and hey. that's the last time we let these niggas right, in. Right. Should they take the trophy back in the war? Shit, turn it into Y'all gotta go. <laughs> the Onyx. <laughs> 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 So go ahead and holla at your boy. Yeah. Um, it takes two seconds. You just need a valid email. We can't vote for ourselves. Um, there's also some other good dope-ass categories like peer pressure up there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, case rotation. Uh, wake your souls up for something. So, you know, we're just all out here. We're really out here, my nigga. Um, and then, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you said fucks with nerd. Um, go ahead. You got to do the professional drop. Follow the nerd company. or Follow Jesus on... <laughs> <laughs> Follow him on Twitter and everything <laughs> at the Nerd Company. That's K N U R D. Tell him he fucks with us. He'll fucks with you. Give you the twenty percent off. Yeah, you know. Go ahead and get that. Let's let us let him It's, it's affordable as fuck already. And you know the I mean? quality is good. Quality. And it's quality. black owned. Unless Ooh, you're white supremacist, then it's not black owned. Right. Like when right. Jesus owns it. <laughs> okay, you know he's white. Right. Uh, <laughs> sweet blue eye. <laughs> sweet blue eye. Jesus. Quan pull up the. Nigga float though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be happy with you. I ain't never seen this nigga Twan get behind the wheel of a car neither. He just show up places like. He just pop up. Well, and one time I asked him, I said, Twan, can I help you take your stuff to the car? He's like, I'm good, bro. I'm good, bro. I'm, he's like, I can't let this nigga see. I'm annoyed. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Yo, he, Yo. Do, he do just be popping up though. Because mm. oh. I see him at Mirror Plug just popped up. Peer pressure just popped up. Nigga might be JC for real, though. <laughs> 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 Juan Rapper, Jesus yeah. Christ, uh, expose, nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna talk about it. Documentary on what he drives. <laughs> Have you Hell ever seen Juan nah. Rapper like those nerd shirts just disappear, nigga? Like oh, I've seen this nigga literally work, walk with like a big ass case, all this shit, bro, and then a car go by, and he didn't disappear. Like <laughs> car just go in front of him, takes the yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then you out of shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> He already at the venue you going to. <laughs> you ever notice the right. white shoes never be dirty? Like, nigga, it's raining outside. How the fuck did... Oh, yo. How the... Nigga, like, Jesus, bro. We go... We go... We go... We go... We go... pull up. We go... We go... We go... We go... We go... We go... And How do you think he's sponsoring you? Oh, Ties are off, man, nigga. That shit coming from around the country, oh, nigga. Like, hey. If that nigga ever disappeared for three days. <laughs> swear to God. Bro. Swear to God. If, if Twan go missing for three days, three nigga, days. know something. Oh, God, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, if Twan was like, Deuce, come on. And he just say, Deuce, come on. I'm going with it. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah, I'm pretty right. sure that means we're going to heaven. Like, right. Deuce, come on. I, I trust it. I don't right. have time, nigga. Right. Don't, come don't, on. Don't, I can't explain. Oh. No matter what I'm in the middle of doing. Right. I got nervous one time I was supposed to perform. He said, Deuce, come on. I said, oh shit, it's time to go to heaven. That nigga said, nah, you, you next. I said, oh shit. I'm about to die. <laughs> like, he's 12th one. All y'all follow me. Oh, All you niggas, come on. Oh my God. But yeah, we're going to lose our sponsorship over this. This is fun. This is the fun. Oh, this is fun as fuck. And, um, yeah, I guess, uh, the 20 minute goodbye. Oh man, <laughs> that's what this is. We stopped it at an hour 10. We're at an hour 45 legit now. I believe that. Yeah, this is a, it's been a dope ass experience. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Right. All right. Just uh, yeah. See how niggas later, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good day. This is fun. Until uh, next time. Be safe. Stay dangerous. Hard uh, to wrong. Don't hide. It's a brace toi. Every time I say God in one of my songs on the video, Twan pop up. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, God keep blessing me. Yeah. That nigga Twan walked through. Like, <laughs> he wasn't at the shoot. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> <and> not. <laughs> right. Like, nigga, where'd he go from? Oh, oh, my God.
You gotta send this to him directly. Send a picture of Twan at your grandma's house and shit. But your grandma young as shit. Same age and nigga Twan. Oh my god. I met this young man and it changed my life. Oh my god. Oh my god. Alright, we gotta wrap this up. I don't know what you're March. I don't even know. Yeah, alright, y'all. Be safe. We're gonna start losing our money. Because is this my lighter? All right, we stopped the rant.